What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle Channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne, it is ish. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Stradamus, and you're in the Desert Storm bunker with none other than EWF. That is every woman's fantasy and the whole effing show. The CEO Nigoro of Fixes Binds LLC, the unbinder, the undebatable, the undisputed, best edutainment here on YouTube, also known as Mr. Third Leg Greg. Mr. Biggs is in the house, also known as in your Gregorio Greybeard, Mr. King Notrabajo, also known as the Morpheus of the Mating Matrix, the Chocolate Confucius. The man with more nicknames than anyone in the game. The Black Moses, the Deliverer, also known as CGA. That is C God Allah. And I'm noticing a lot of entertainers are watching me. And I'm the 10 time demonetized champion of YouTube. They can't help but wait. We got it back going on. We got a great show for you today. The single and the miserable. How Gen Z and millennial women are trying to cope. With being single forever. And we got plenty of videos. I almost have to do two separate segments. Because I have so many videos of single and miserable women trying to cope with being single. They're trying to explain it away on the internet. And we're going to have so much fun breaking it down. So join us for the rest of the show. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. And of course to contribute to today's show. Dollar sign. The Notorious CGA on the Cash App. Venmo. Coach Greg Adams TV and PayPal. It's paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that be, wait a minute. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. I messed it up. I messed it up. I think I should say that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat. All right, we're already off script and it's already off the rails. We also are going to feature today a woman that has slept with 300 men last year. Her goal is to sleep with 365 oh, men this year, 365 years. We're going to get an interview with her. Well, I'm not going to interview her, but we have an interview going on with her as well. And much, much more. We have Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We have Doom and Gloom CGA. And yes, it is Takeout Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. It is Takeout Thursday. And let's just start with a little bit of a sneak peek at Takeout Thursday. Oh, no. Woo! Oh, what in the world? Oh, take out Thursday. Yes, it mean bring her. Let me add her. Let me add her right now, Ninja. It is take out Thursday. Shout out to all the young ladies in Vietnam, Thailand, Korea, Japan. She got her feet out too. Oh no, my lord, have mercy. Oh man, why does this look so good? Looks like a damn buffet. Oh, man. Hey, let's go. Take out Thursday it is. Yes, indeed. Woo. All right. Yes, indeed. All right. That's what we do on Thursdays, ladies and gentlemen. Bring her. Let me at her. 
Oh, not on the Pilates reformer machine. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness, Ninja. I tell you. It is Takeout Thursday. Anyways, Pilates, Ling Ling. All right, I'll take two. I'll take two. All right, anyway. Squashy it is. Anyway, we got a great show for you lined up today. Let me get to the earlier contributors to today's show already so we can get in here because the effery has already started. Shout out to our brother here. Uh, Albert Wesker says, uh, XXs be 50 years old and still don't know what they want from life. They're like, remember that older woman? She was like 53. I can give a man a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. <laughs> yeah, right. I can give a man a wonderful life. I'm like, ma'am. You don't have no life left. You don't have no life left. Like you have very little life left. You're in the third quarter of life in the middle of the third quarter. Like anybody ever played sports in the middle of the third quarter, you're looking at it, you're down bigly. You're like, we're down 26 points, middle of the third quarter. Yeah, we're going to need to make a fantastic effort to come back. You're down. All right, you're down. It's, it's, it's almost too late, but not in their world. We can have babies at 50. There was a woman in here trying to argue about having babies in their 40s. Talking about, no, it's possible men can do it. Like, that's the whole existence between the male and the gender, the male and the female gender dynamics. Just because men can do it, they're like, well, we should be able to do it too. It's always like, you know, they're getting the short end of the stick. But then when it's something that women do, well, that's only we can do that. Catfish Tail says, Coach, I have a mediation on the first. My lawyer, or does that say lawyer or liar? My liar says I need to fill out the DRFA for the child support. He says I am the plaintiff. How do I handle this? Well, you need to, I don't provide legal advice. But what I will tell you to do is this is an affidavit to disclose your finances. All right. And so it seems like you're trying to get child support from your baby mama. Good on you. But, um, this is an affidavit that you fill out probably more than likely under penalty of perjury of what your expenses are. It's an expense declaration, I believe, what it is. And so, yes, but I don't give legal advice. This is entertainment advice, but uh, YouTube will let you know. YouTube will let you know. All right, shout out to you. Jay Flo says, we're in big trouble when China stops shipping head meds. He says a whole generation of women are off the rails and will be having... Us living in bunkers, Coach Gang. <laughs> All right. They're going to be having living us bunkers. Uh, wait till we get to doom and gloom. Oh, man, our society. I tell you, man, the contractor says, I got this greens, potatoes, uh, lambs, rams, dogs. Okay. <laughs> you having me read lyrics. All right. You having me read lyrics. Don't make me read lyrics. Shout out to Brown310 back up in here. Shout out to you, brother. All right, and uh, shout out to the wise one. The wise one says, take the private investigator out with the Reverend X. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch yeah. off. <laughs> Next caller. Shout out to the, uh, the, the uh, what is it? The private eye? The little guy private eye? The one eye private eye? Or whatever they call them. All right, shout out to you guys uh, watching today's show. Counting pennies, counting shekels. All right, here we go. We have, uh, who do we have over here? Let me see if I can say your name. I might not be able to say your name. And that link is, okay, no government name. That's what I thought. He says, hey, coach, you might have covered it. But can the young free agents get a stream about moving to and acclimating to a new city? 
I got to get my bag and run. All right, he got to get my bag and run. All right, that's actually a good one. Yeah, how to, how to, how to acclimate yourself to a new city. A lot of people fear moving. I don't want to move. Oh, man, man. All right, moving is great. Moving has worked out for me almost every single time, except for once. Um, yeah, once it didn't work out for me. And really, it didn't work out me for my job, for my job. All right, but yes, getting acclimated. Anyway, hit the like button, and we're going to start off the show. Uh, I know I celebrated a little bit of Ling Ling uh, for our takeout Thursday, uh, but we going again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, takeout Thursday. Come on, man. All right, hey. But, hey, hey. Let's go, girls. Get it set up. Oh, hey, yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. Here we go right here. Where's my reformer, Ling Ling? Oh, yes. I'm taking one out today. I'm going to order one up today, right now. Okay. Hey, hey, come on. Oh, yeah. Look at the little face right there. Look at them little girls. Yeah. Oh, goodness. He called it slant eye slaughter. Oh, my Lord. This is just a... Where's the... Come on. Give me some more. Give me some more. <laughs> Chinese New Year right around the corner. And the... Yes, yes. Oh, she got her feet out. Oh, my Lord. Look at them pink toes, too. Pink toes, too. All right, man. Yo, this is off the rails here. All right. You guys don't know. Uh, I got a special guest for you right here. Uh, this actually, before we do our special guest... This is a Filipina uh, telling you how Filipinas trick you with their cute and innocence during the early stages. And I know this because I have a little Pina and she's a feisty little thing. All right. She shows it like I seen her feistiness and I was like, all right. I was like, nah, I got to keep her. I got to keep her in the junior college zone. All right. Uh, but here it is right here. Filipinas acting cute and innocent during the talking stage. Shake my hand. Come on. Won't you shake a poor sinner's hand? Yes. Are you ready? Oh, the humanity. Ah, she tricked us. She tricked us, boy. Them little girls, man. Them little ladies, man. They do trick you. I always warn you about them, brothers. They do trick you with their little feminine and uh, neotenous ways. You know what I mean? You can fall in lust with them and fall in love with them, but uh, they will follow you around like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> She's sitting up there like, oh, I'm just a little pina. And then as soon as you commit. Gotcha, bitch. Yep, gotcha. Clingy, flying, I don't even know what that is. Feisty, forces you to eat rice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Jealous, needs constant attention. She got me. Gotcha, bitch. All right, it's a trap. It's a trap. All right, you guys got to watch out for them little cute penis. All right, yes, they can get you. All right, I got one that's like five feet tall. And I'd be like, man, you know what? I, you know what? I'm going to go all the way with this one. And I'm like, nah, she going to get me. She going to get me. All right, somebody said the American Ice Pina. All right, yeah, man, it's a trap. It's a trap. Shake my hand. Come on, boys. Won't you shake a poor sinner's hand. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. All right, they got me, man. You guys got to watch out for them. Don't, let, don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Somebody said the slippers. Oh, they like Latinas. So Asians and Latinas are the same thing. 
Yes. <laughs> Somebody said that. So also they're Asian Latinas. Yes. That's what they are. All right. So if they're throwing slippers and Latinas are throwing slippers, I see my fascination with them. Uh, but I, we do have a, a special guest uh, for Takeout Thursday. We do have a, a special guest for Takeout Thursday. This is a new one for y'all. Uh, actually, I think I featured her before. Take a look at this. It's yourself in English. Hi, I'm Angela. I'm half Japanese and half Nigerian. I was born and raised in Japan. Yeah, I'm student and model. Nigeria ni itto koto arimasu ka? No. Itto koto nai Oh, this might be the killer right here. Oh, we got the trifecta going. Wowzers. Uh-oh. Not a not a Blasian. Not a Japanese Blasian Asian black woman mixed with Asian tragic mulatto. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. I'm in trouble, ninja. I'm over here. Yeah, that brother's starving. Oh man, I got I got bowls of rice now. Now I got bowls of rice. <laughs> right? This is not this is this oh no, my goodness. What in the world? Lord have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must oh. stay focused. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. <laughs> no. All right, I retire, y'all. I retire. Let me at her. <laughs> uh let me at her all right she done all right you talk about you talk about what what was the little spy thing what is the little spy thing the politician got caught up in i'm done <laughs> all right anyway oh boy all right hey man jasmine writes for everybody anyway speaking of let's go doom and gloom cga let's get it All right, Doom and Gloom CGA, let's catch up on the world of the you-know-who. All right, uh, yeah, uh, it was all fun and games until we got the list of J.P. Morgan's 10 shockers for 2024. All right, you know they meeting up right now in Davos doing lines of coca and banging prostitutes, allegedly. All right, J.P. Morgan's 10 shockers for 2024, including Joe Biden, Pulling out of the presidential race due to poor health. I mean, it's almost like they listened to me. Are you a freshman at the university? I mean, it's almost like I no, didn't say this. I, I'm getting tired of this. You look like no. a freshman. <laughs> All right. I'm getting tired of this. All right. Come on, man. I already called this shit, and I already called Gavin Newsom's going to replace him. They're already getting Michelle Obama, Obama lined up. All right. I already said this like a year and a half ago. It's so quite obvious. Joe Biden cannot run. He cannot finish up in a campaign. There's no way. There's no way. I mean, he barely campaigned the first time. He's feeble-minded, falling all over himself. Ninja's out here flirting with teenagers. All right, this is crazy. I mean, listen, that's J.P. Morgan's trying. J.P. Morgan's trying new, to tell new, you. New, new, new world and you don't know the history of J.P. Morgan. All right, that's the that's what they're saying right there. He goes uh, one step further to predict that the 81 year old will step down before or between Super Tuesday. 
when the majority of states hold primary elections and caucuses and November. All right. And that's coming up here. Uh, well, as if I didn't know that. Come on. Oh, come on. All right. What else do they got? The driverless car backlash is coming, especially around San Francisco. They're saying some people are going to boycott driverless cars. And if you've never seen a driverless car, I mean, this is a driverless car. Uh, apparently, they're JP Morgan's predicting. I don't know. They're going to be some accidents. They're going to start running over people. They're going to take over. Yeah, we've seen that already. Pedestrian and severely injured in a possible hit and run by a driverless robot car. All right, we already see the backlash of the robot car industry. All right, maybe, maybe, maybe look at your investments here. And they're also saying that the major U.S. cities will face electricity outages and natural gas outages. So for real, new, 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 new world order. Um, if this J.P. Morgan, are they really predicting, or are they just telling us at this particular point? Right, is J.P. Morgan? New, 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 new. World All right, order. Uh, I think they might have a little bit of uh, forward knowledge about this here. Hey, all right. And so get your get your get your resources together. You know what I mean? Get your bottles of water together. 2024 is going to be litty. Right. Ninja's going to be how many ninjas are ready to loot? Yeah. So what you want to do? Uh, did you guys hear? Yesterday, Pakistan launching airstrikes in Iran, killing nine after an early attack. By Tehran. I don't know, man. I thought they were I thought they were together for a little bit. I guess the beef is real. Oh boy, Pakistan's Air Force launched retaliation airstrikes early Thursday. New, 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 new in Iran uh, against alleged militant hideouts. All right, killing at least nine people and further raising tensions between the neighbors. Thursday's attack followed one by Iran inside Pakistan on Tuesday. Both appeared to be targeting a milit uh, a militant group with separate uh separatist goals on either side of the Iran and Pakistan border the countries accuse each other of providing safe havens to the groups in their respective territories and of course the attacks also come as the middle east remains unsettled by the israel israelis war with hamas in the gaza strip iran also staged airstrikes late monday in iraq in Syria over the Islamic State claim self-deletion bombing that killed 90 people in early January. Whoa. All right. New, 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 new world order. Uh, where's Joe Biden? Ninja, this ninja, we, the world's colliding right now. We need world peace. We need world peace. All right, Jesus, Jesus. And uh, yes, somebody said Pakistan has nukes. I mean, we're getting to the point where everybody that has nukes are on the precipice of war. Check on China and Taiwan. Check on China and Taiwan. Uh, what do we got here? What do we got here? Uh, Applebee's right here. Applebee's offering $200 weekly date night passes. Oh my goodness. What are we doing? Dating's dead. Dating's dead too. Applebee's, these women don't even want to go to Cheesecake Factory, and that's allegedly. Applebee's offering $200 weekly date night passes. This is not going to work. What are they offering right here? A weekly date night pass for $200 that includes up to $30 in food per week for a year. I don't know what they're doing here. The passes will go on sale on Monday. Get your passes. And this is also a limited number available. Okay, so they want you to act now. Limited, limited available. The date night pass 
gives up to $30 discount on food and non-alcoholic drinks 52 times between February 1st, 2024 and January 31st, 2025. The passes only can be used once for a 24-year-old period. A 24-year-old, wait a minute. You know where my mind is. It said 24 hours. You simply present the pass. All right. On the Applebee's date night to your server and when placing your order for dine-in. All right. I don't understand. Like, what are we doing? Is it date night? Date night? Uh, the pass has a value for up to $1,500. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. All right, non-alcoholic drinks too, Ninja. Okay, it doesn't include the alcohol. I see what you're doing, you sneaky bastards. Anyway, that's Doom and Gloom, C-G-A. Sneaky, sneaky people. Hey, man, pretty sneaky, pretty sneaky, sis. All right, that ain't going to work here. All right, let me get up with some super chats. Uh, shout out to our brother Daniel McGee says, free agent lifestyle for life. I wish a ninja would. I wish a nigga would. I wish they would. Rob Cruz says, CGA speaking about third quarter sports is Bronny James Jr., the next Sebastian Telfair. He plays at your favorite university, USC. LOL. Shout out to the University of Spoiled Children. New, 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 new world All right, or the University of South Central. The USC Trojans. I was actually talking to a Ling Ling from USC. I was trying to get her up out here. All right. Um, she was acting pretty, pretty scaredy catty. But she was a student at USC. Um, um anyway. Uh, Bronny James is a good athlete. Is he the next Sebastian Telfair? Not even close. Not even close. Uh, Sebastian Telfair was a was a super stud athlete back in the day. LeBron James has just too much to overcome. He living in the shadow of LeBron James. And you have to say LeBron James is one of the greatest basketball players of all time based on his longevity. I know I'm a Michael Jordan fan, but this guy's playing top-level basketball 21 years in, and, and he's holding on. But Bronny James is not there yet. Uh, he's a pretty good athlete, though. He'll grow into himself and all of that. But Sebastian Telfair, not even close. Not even close. All right, uh, and uh, is he ready for the NBA draft? I think not. Shout out to Everett Walker says, Morning CGA, your show about needing to be light struck a nerve with me. He says, I think it's held me back in the past. Had to rid myself of it. Free agent lifestyle for life. If you missed that show, if you missed that show, uh, the need to be liked is an important show. All right, uh, you got to rid yourself of the need to be liked. It is a very important thing. And it will free you. It will free you. Shout out to Warren. Because I know there was a guy on my locals. I don't know where he went. But he would post all the time about, um, you know, women not paying attention to him when he was in public. And uh, once you understand, and I try to make you guys understand in a way that shocks you. But uh, that is pretty accurate. Is that women are on, they're not on the prowl outside. When they go outside, they are looking, they, they like attention. Um, you know, for certain people, but they're not on the prowl. Uh, it's not like it used to be. And uh, yeah, once I stop, once you realize that getting fresh to death and, and getting your, you know, having your khakis creased and having your shoes all nice and going out trying to get female attention in the day where women can get tons of attention, not only in public, but online 
and they have their nose in their phone, you get rid of that spirit. And also the junior college helps as well, just being able to have what you need to have when you want to have it. It, um, it does help you out. It helps you out. It is a real thing. But getting rid of that need to be liked or validated, um, not to an extent that it's unhealthy, is important for men. And, and especially in today's time. Today's time, man, it's important because, yeah, um, there's plenty of men available to every woman. Now, whether they select that guy, marry them, or do any of these things, that's another story. That's another story. He says you got to look drop-dead gorgeous for them to pay attention. Yeah, and dude, I don't even want to talk about it. Shout-out to Warhammer says 304s would never learn until it's too late. 100%. Osiris, Molly says, I just get, I just got laid off from my first tech job. But fortunately, I have a second tech job. I saved up $12,000 for emergency fund and $25,000 in savings plus money in brokerage accounts. Thanks for the blue chips. Shout out to you. That's how you stay prepared. That's how you stay prepared. Okay, in today's day, we, we can't be dependent on these corporate jobs. So congratulations uh, for having your second job set up, and then you got dumped from your first job, but you're ready to recover, and you're balling out. Shout out to Wise T. Allah. He said the private inve- Okay, I already covered that one. The private investigators in the building. Shout out to the, to the cute paralegal or the Millie Mouth paralegal watching today's show. All right, uh, let me see here. They're trying to get me to say something. Say it, say it. And then let me check over here real quick to see if we got anybody. Kaylin, how did I know you were going to be over here? I already knew you were going to be up. (laughs) All right, Kaylin says, what's up, coach? If a woman can't get a guy to marry her, she failed. Is Did you mean can't? If a woman can get a guy to marry her, she failed. I think you meant can't. Women will cope until they die because their egos are off the charts being single and unmarried hurts them more than it does men. Do you believe that? I mean, we're going to show that. We're going to try to demonstrate that. But do you believe being single and unmarried hurts them? You believe that? Ladies are watching me. No. Uh, We have unlimited options. I can get married if I want. I'm choosing not to. They do cope. But I believe you're right um, that eventually, because trust me, uh, if for the ladies that say no, 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 just trust me. I live in an existence of women that are looking at their lives now and they're like, okay, what do I do now? Yes, there's some, they're still living good. They still travel. They still got a little bit of money. They got a job. But once they hit that 40, it's really around 44, 45, all the way up to 55. That area of their life, there's a lot of uncertainty. It gets very, very hairy for them. Then after that, just depends what happens after that. But they're lying to themselves. I, I, you, got, you young women, I'll be looking at y'all. I'm like, y'all lying to themselves. We got a bunch of women here on our show that are going to come up and cope and say it's okay. It's okay when you're in your 20s and 30s. When you're Gen Z and millennial, you think it's, ah, oh, it'll be okay. Now, if you are not economically in a good position after 55, that shit about to be a wrap. It's going to be bad, all right? And I deal with just too many miserable women in their 40s. I mean, that's just just on friendship level. 
just on uh, association, former high school friends. Uh, there are some that are doing okay. But I'm going to just tell you, it doesn't end well. It doesn't end well. It's cool now when you're in your 30s and you're 32. It's cool. But, man, when you get to the, when you're a man and you are a man of means, then along came two. When you're a man and you're the same age as these women, they be straight misery. And they get a lot of fornication. <laughs> Y'all wild. I saw a question that made me laugh. Once they get around like 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, and they're single, and there's a recession, the shit is, oh, miserable, and they be out of shape. They be out in bad shape. Now, if you live in a place where they're in good shape, that's a different story. We'll talk about that. Hmm. That means it's time to get back to the show. All right, um, let me see what we're doing here. Where are we? Oh, we're on Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's do it. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Straggle with Sniggle Theater, man. Hit that like button. Hit that like button. Button. Straggle with Sniggle Theater is up. Uh, let's take you here to California, possibly Irvine, California. And you're going to hear that weird TikTok voice lady. But it says, when all the houses in California are over $1 million. So this is a couple. Marriage humor, they call it. Couples comedy, but there's truth in humor. Art imitates life. Let's play it. In California are over $1 million. What are you doing? Uh, relax re real quick. I'm just, relax. just taking some pictures. Why? Just. Why are you doing that? Baby, you want to buy a house? Yeah. You want to buy a house? People want to see your feet, all right? People will pay to see your toes. Oh, no. Okay. Stop. Okay, let me just get a few more shots. No, she got her feet out. It's the only way to get a house. Come here. I want to buy Do you want to buy When all the houses in California are over $1 million. What are you doing? Relax real quick. I'm just taking some pictures. Now, you know what's funny? I done told you about these feet pictures. Stuff. I be telling you about these feet pictures, man. These husbands ain't playing around, man. You got a valuable asset if you were in a relationship. Yeah, man, put that bitch on these streets, man. Hey, make that bitch work. Why do I have to work? Hey. I am sexy. <laughs> I am sexy. Peep yo, hey, you got to pimp your wife and your girlfriend, man. No free rides up in here. Ask gas or cash. Put your ass on the internet. Why do I have to work? <laughs> I am sexy. All right. I am All right, sexy. put some things on the internet and them some pretty feet too. Let me look again here. Let me get my glasses on and see. Let me, hey, look. Let me get my glasses on and take a look at these feet. All right, she got a pretty face too. She got a nice little slimmy body there in her yoga pants. Why are you doing that? All right, let me see them feet. Baby, you want to buy a house? Yeah, you want to buy a house? Yeah. Pimp your wife. You want to buy a house? Yeah. People want to see your feet. Let me see. All right. People will pay. Who want to see your feet? I do. Your toes. No, we're not doing. Put the feet out there. Stop. Come on, man. Get a few more shots. Come on, come on. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, uh. Don't run. The only way to get a house. Come here. I want to buy. Oh, I see them feet. All right, I saw. I saw them feet. I see them feet. All right, she got some nice feet. I got money. She got some nice feet too, man. All right. Oh, y'all couldn't see the feet. I was watching the feet without y'all. I was watching the feet without y'all. Let me see. 
All right, let me see them feet. All right, look. Let me see. When all the nah, let me see. Ooh, wee. Y'all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me zoom in. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm -mm. I got money. Hey, hey, hey. Remember, remember, remember. I Look, I, I brought that feet shit to the internet. <laughs> All right, now I'm just playing. It was already a thing. But, uh, man, everybody, hey, man, make that bitch work. Make that bitch work. She's sitting up here with her feet out. I'm like, hey, let everybody see these feet. Hey, who looking at feet? Who looking at feet? Where we at here? We just looking at the booty. We looking at the breast. We looking at her neck. We looking at her feet. We looking at her. No, I ain't looking at no feet. Man, ain't nobody looking at no feet. You ain't looking at feet? It's I'm looking at feet. All right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Strag wants to go theater. Hey, put that bitch to work. Have you noticed that a lot of couples are putting their women to work? It is what it is. All right, what do we got here? Uh-oh. We got a gordita on the loose, and she's angry. Apparently, somebody's got into a little bit of an accident here. In this gordita, take a look at her right here. She is upset. She hit my car. She hit my car. She's trying to run. She said, I got your plate. My. She hit me. She doesn't want to give me her driver license or her insurance. Oh, my goodness. All right, look out for this one right here. This is a lot. Look at that. Ooh, that fupa print. That gun is gunting out here. I'm going to tell you. Wait a minute. Wrong one. She's threatening me now. She's threatening me now. Look at that back. Oh, my goodness. Ninjas are called that thick. Look at that. You can show a movie on that back. You can show a whole drive-in movie on that back. Look at that. Oh, boy, and she got that belt cinching in, acting like there's two segments, acting like her waist is slim. I'm going to tell you this right now. That is one big blob. There's no curves in there. That's just one back, all right? That's just one back. All right, here we go right here. She's angry, too. Fireman. Fireman. Uh-oh. Keep, keep firing me. You assaulted me, too. She hit me with her door. Uh-oh. Oh my goodness, she angry. I've seen refrigerators that are smaller than this. <laughs> right here. I'm going to mine. Don't touch me. Stay right here. Stay right here. Go to your car. Ain't nobody touching you. I'm going to my car. Go to your car. Go to your car. She mean. I'm going to my fucking car, dumbass. It's oh no, my goodness. Right, call the police. Call the police owner right here. Call the police. Man. She's trying to hit me. Yeah, look out, man. Look out. They getting angry out here, ladies. They're like, we're living our best lives. And they out here mad. They hangry and horny. All right, here we go right here. All right, this is somebody's daughter, ladies and gentlemen. You guys keep asking me about somebody's daughter, and I say, they're all somebody's daughter. I even heard Shannon Sharp say this. Ninja, Shannon, raise your hand if you're watching me. Brothers, they're all somebody's daughter. Uh, this is somebody's daughter, and she got her legs oiled up. All right, what does she have to say? 
One time I went and had an Uber pick me up. He was super hot. So I was like, hey, like, do you want to have sex? And he pulled over and he was like, totally, right? <laughs> and then he, so he sucked, right? He sucked. Oh, he was scared. So I got out of the vehicle and oh, then I complained and was like, so I wouldn't have to pay. So then this <laughs> other Uber drive, driver pulls up and then I tell him about the experience. And I'm like, I just fucked my last Uber driver and he was so shitty. You know, I had to cancel. I didn't say like some bullshit happened, you know, so I didn't have to pay. <laughs> and this guy's like, OK, cool. Like, well, do you want to like give me a blowjob? And I was like, OK, sure. Why not? And then I give him a blowjob all the way from L.A. to Huntington Ooh, Beach. Nice. It was a really fucking oh my long God, time. Like an hour. Yeah, there's a long blowjob. There's a long job and then i got out of the car and he's like don't worry i won't charge you and then the motherfucking charged me no yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah that was the last time i fucked an uber driver i was like y'all fuckers Wait. in these streets why do i have to work i am sexy i am sexy <laughs> it's getting tough out here it's getting tough out here, gentlemen. These holes is wildin'. You know, sex used to be a thing. You know what I mean? It used to be a thing. You know what I mean? You used to feel weird about it, and you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to have it. There's some guys still like that right now. Not women. Women are like, oh, okay, how are you? All right, here we go, right down the gullet. Getting their insides, pushing their esophagus. Tonsils buttered. Like, ladies, uh, are you here? Are you guys nervous about sex anymore? Does it even give you a butterfly? Or you're like, I'm going to show you a thing or two. All right, tie your hair back. Watch this. All right. Mm. And they drop that neck like. It's barbecue in there. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care. They just jump on out there. Here we go. Let's just have some right quick. I don't care. Shout out to everybody in Huntington Beach. All right. The new 909. Indeed. Shout out to everybody in Orange County. Surf City. Huntington Beach, uh, you might even meet these girls out here. They just coming out here, just dropping neck. They don't care. It's barbecue in there. They don't care. Like, ladies, where you at? I know you in here. They're like, uh, do you get nervous? Or you're like, oh, my God, he's going to ask me. He's going to touch me. Hey, ladies, if I put my hand on your thigh, are you going to be like, oh, my. <laughs> All right. Oh, my. He's got his hand on my thigh. Oh, he's holding my hand. Oh. They don't care. They already been ran throughout here. Did you, can you stop? Oh, my Lord, have mercy. This is crazy. Uh, but, but uh, yes, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. She was like, yep. I boned my first Uber guy. Then I dropped neck on the second one. It's barbecue in there. Oh, my Lord, have mercy, brothers. Hey, man. Hey, we asked for this. Because let me just tell you, we asked for this. I'm going to just say this as a man. We did ask for this shit. We were like, I wish women's sex drive were like men's. They're always trying to hold it out on us, hold it over our heads. I wish they were out here in these streets like us. It would be perfect. In these streets. And now they're out here in these streets. In these streets. I'm going to tell you, it's the fault of Gen X. Gen X men, we asked for this. Yes, we did. We have to tell the truth. I know. Because we were like, it's so hard to get it. Ninja got to wait 90 days. You know what I mean? All of these things here. I wish women were just as. And then now we got it. Now it's in our plain sight. Now we're criticizing them. All right. Ninjas is like, I didn't ask for it. It's wild. Mm. Somebody says she's a prawn star. Who isn't? Like, what's prawn at this point? 
Remember a prawn star used to be like, oh, my God, she's a prawn star. Today, you're like, they all a prawn star at this point. Like, if anybody's on Instagram and she got her booty out, look at Tia Mari. Tia Mari, she done graduated from her divorce. She got her booty out on the Internet. Like, this is prawn star activity. Here she go right here. Look at Tia Mari. This woman don't stop, does she? Look at them flatbacks. Look at them flatbacks. And she got it all poked out. Ooh-wee. She got them Sogmeisters out. I don't mind it either. Get them Sogmeisters. Why she got her booty out? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. This is, a, this is what, this is prawn star activity. And this is a divorcee with teenage kids. Got her ass out. All right, living her best life. I'm living my best life. Look at that body right there. Oh, my lordy. Not a curve in sight, but I ain't mad. All right, she's natural. She's a natural woman. It's all good. Why is she trying to be sexy all the time? What are we doing, Tia? What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Come on, Tia, put, put it away. Uh, this is like the nerdy, cute girl trying to be sexy, and you're like, you don't got to do it. You don't got to do this, baby. You don't got to do this. The bigger the hoop, the bigger the hoe. What are we doing out here? Come on, girl. You ain't got to do this. You ain't got to do this. All right, look at that. This is sad to see, brothers, man. And listen, she ain't bad. I would fold it up. I know this is going to be the laziest sex I've ever had. Flat uh, starfish sex. She's going to be trying to do stuff. Do you like it? I'm going to be like, I like it, yes. <laughs> Am I doing it well? Good job. You're doing it well. Yes. Is it going to be? What do I, what do you need me to do to finish? All right, just lay down right here. Hold on, put this face over your, put this pillow over your face. All right, hold on for a second. This will take me about 50 strokes. You know what I have to do to finish? Think about somebody else. I appreciate you being here, but thanks for playing. <laughs> right, this one right here. Yeah, you're doing a good job. Starfish, as she starfishes her way and she's trying to do too much. I'm like, baby, stop watching movies. This is not. <laughs> yeah, hit the like button. Sure, you're you're doing well. Appreciate you. They act like you like like when you're 23 and they touch yours and you go roar. I'm like I'm like damn near 50, baby. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a great imagination. This ain't gonna do it no more. You can touch on it. You can drop the neck. You can do all of this. You can lick up under that. It's not gonna make me finish. You can try hard. You can wrench on it. You can yank on it, pull it. You can do whatever you want. I'm not going to finish. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> All right. They're like, what's wrong? Nothing's wrong. I'm just, I just been in these streets. I'm just let you know. In these streets. <laughs> oh, man. These pole things out here. I'm not 22. I'm not 22. All right, anyway, do you like it? Is it good? Yeah. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> Just let me think about somebody else that I saw earlier today. Put your feet in the air. Curl your toes. I'll look at them. Roar! <laughs> All right, anyway. Uh, anyway, brothers, it's just what it is. Hey, man. Anyway, shout out to Tia Mari out here trying to act sexy. 
This is ridiculous. All right, these people. All right, what are we doing here? Straggle and Sniggle Theater goes on. We're still on Straggle and Sniggle Theater? All right, here we go right here. Woman. This is a woman who sleeps with 300 people. What kind of headline is this? Woman who sleeps with 300 people plans to sleep with 360 people in 365 days in 2024. Oh, my Lord. All right, here we go right here. All right, here we go. Right here. Uh, here we go right here. So uh, this is the definition of hookup culture. Is anybody else just over this hookup right, she's, culture? She's sleep. I think it means woman who slept with 300 people, right? I don't know if it means sleeps. That's simultaneous. All right, I'm pretty sure this is a prawn star too at this point. Uh, let's take a look at her. Per- I'm not going to give you her name. But uh, she's going to plan, it says right here, oh, they got the headline right this time. Woman who slept with 300 people in one year explains why she's still single. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? They they still going to be single out here. Oh, we got Flatback Supreme. She definitely got some bolt-ons. That's not her original breastuses. All right, Flatbacks. All right, I see it. Flatbacks. All right, this is some sort of OnlyFans promotion, I'm sure. Okay, all right. Uh, why is she still single? Okay, woman who slept with... Oh, yeah, she got a lonely fans. Okay, this what did I shock? What a shock. All right, here we go right here. All right, um, and I want you to listen to this because we're going to break this down. I want you to listen to this. Let me see here. Here we go. Nine of 52 dates that I'm going on this year. I'm going to be real with you. I had a week off. I was really, really exhausted, um, and I was actually really sick last week, but I was just... I needed a bit of a break. People don't realize how exhausting going on first dates are. And even if you see them a few times, it's like, it takes a lot of energy out of you. So I felt like I just needed a week off, which I know is like against the whole point of the videos, but like, I just needed a break guys. Okay. This date was like very spur of the moment. I met a guy out and then he asked me out for drinks the next day. We went out for some drinks. Um, and I think I had beer goggles on, not to say he was unattractive, but I definitely had beer goggles on. <laughs> And he just did not look like how I remembered him from the night before. By the way, um, I met an Australia woman like this in Hawaii. Pretty much very similar with them googly eyes and that flat hair. Yeah, pretty much similar. Um, and Well, I can't tell you the rest. But uh, if there's a young man that looks like me in Australia with googly eyes and a mulatto, let me know. All right, anyway. All right, uh, where are we at here? Uh, this woman's now saying she's exhausted by the jerks. And she has no time for them anymore, all right? Exhausting. Dating is exhausting. Okay. Not that that was an issue. His personality just was a little bit off. He, he was just like, what? I don't know what's wrong with me. I always go for like, I don't know. I like meet someone or I, I see someone online or whatever. And then I get this like false depiction of what they're like in my head. Like I make up what they're going to be like. As you can see, this kind of talks about what I talked about on Cold Approach the other day. So let me tell you, this is my case for Cold Approach and what I was talking about. So she met a guy out. Then she's talking about meeting guys online. And that's where I say where the crux is. Because they have reach for both, which doesn't make one more advantageous for the other. And so people who just say, hey, this is going to be your way, your ticket to do it. Well, yes, in the absence of these other things where men assume there's an absence of these other things, well, this would be a better advantage. But 
yes, she met a guy who she bumped into, but over here, she's saying my online dates. And not only that, let's take it a step further. She's an OnlyFans actress. I don't even know what to call her. OnlyFans model. So you even take it a step further than that. And possibly we're in, now we're in the 365 men a year category and possibly some sugar daddies off the OnlyFans. So this is called the spectrum. This is called the spectrum, which makes it hard for you to say, try one thing. It's hard for a man that has no leverage to try one thing. And she's actually just showing you and demonstrating this. She's dating. She's taking cold approaches. She's online dating. She's also OnlyFans. She also getting paid for money. And, and she's going to sleep with 365 men in one year. The spectrum is real. Here we go. And then when they don't meet that, like, expectation, I get disappointed. So that's what happened, basically. He didn't meet that expectation that I had of that, like, preconceived idea of who he was. And then I got disappointed. And then I was like, this just isn't the one. I don't know. Wait a minute. Bad. Anyway, I probably need to see a therapist. But <laughs> Oh, my. I do see a therapist, actually. I just don't talk about relationship stuff. Maybe oh, my Lord. In these streets. Oh my, this is the modern woman in a nutshell. All right, even if this is an extreme version of it, but she also says she's dating to find the one. But you consider all these other things. This is the modern woman in a nutshell. Uh, we can have it all. And what's wrong with me sleeping around and date? Like, this is every, she's everything. She's on every spectrum. And then now she's also seeing a therapist, which people say, well, it doesn't mean she has a problem. Well, obviously, I mean, sleeping with 365 guys in a year. That's not a problem. She has a problem. So she zooted. Typical Gen Z millennial. Zennial. She zooted. Therapist seeking. And she, she said she does see a therapist. She didn't. She does. And then also, but we don't talk about dating and relationships. In your therapy? Like, you don't talk about the fact that you do OnlyFans and you're trying to sleep with 365 men. You don't have, you don't talk about that at all. You're the rapist. Don't talk about it. This is a modern woman in a nutshell. I mean, you guys, these are your future wives right here, brothers. I was like, it's just isn't the one. I don't know. It's really bad. Anyway, I probably need to see a therapist, but <laughs> I do see a therapist. Actually, I just don't talk about relationship stuff. Maybe I should. Yeah. Sheesh. <laughs> he said this is the norm now. This is the norm. I mean, it, it's getting to the point where I feel bad. And by the way, by the way. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Uh, but anyway, these are your future wives. I've been touching on them. I've been putting hands on hips. I slept with 300 people in a year. Haters say I'm disgusting, but I feel empowered. Ooh. This is a great advert for her OnlyFans. All right, let's see. What How many people would you have slept with in that year? Yeah, give us some numbers. Uh, Probably 300. <gasps> <laughs> Jesus. In one year. In a day, five. Oh. In one day. In a day, five. Uh, this doesn't surprise me. I'm going to put a poll up real quick because I just want to see where your heads are. I'm going to put up a poll because, you know, we show this. This is certainly extreme. This is going to be extreme. But I'm going to ask the men, and I know what I'm going to get here. But uh, I want you to be honest. I want you to be honest. Do you guys think, do you think that this is the norm? Do you think that women are doing this? They just don't advertise it. 
Or do you think this is, put no, put yes if you think that this could be a normal zenial. All right, we already know the prevalence of Instagram and OnlyFans. And I mean, we see a lot of women are doing this. Even married couples are doing this at this point. So I don't even know why people are acting like, what? Surprise. Or do you think this is extreme? Put no, do you think, oh, it's not really that bad out here. Okay, uh, uh, you guys do this. Uh, put the poll up there. I'll put the poll on the other. Now, she. this is definitely extreme, but do you think that zennials are exposed to this type of thing? Do you think this is the norm? All right, this will give us an indication of where our mindset is. I know a lot of people think, oh, no, it ain't that bad. Uh, put, put your vote. Be honest. Be honest. We, we're not going to judge you, and we're not going to yell and berate you if you don't think so. No, these horrors aren't skeezers like this, Coach. There's some good ones out here. All right, put it up in there. Anyway, that's Dragon Sniggle Theater. Let's go. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Where's my volume here? All right, there we go right there. All right, do me a favor. Hit the like button. And uh, we got uh, arranged marriages coming up. Could this be the answer? Could arranged marriages be the answer? Um, and we got some examples of what arranged marriages look like. Ladies, are you down for an arranged marriage? Men, are you down for an arranged marriage? Would you go for an arranged marriage? We're going to show you here in a minute. Uh, let me check up over here. I might not even have to wait. I can jump right back into the show. Let me see here. Indeed. Just trying to date if you don't agree. Okay, all right. Some people are saying here. I'm interested to see. Right now, we got 75%. 75% of our viewers think that women are out here slinging vagina. Now, I'm going to tell you, it's probably more normal than you think. This is my opinion. It's probably more normal than you think. But there's levels to this shit. Indeed. Shout out to... Uh, Mm. Shout out to Abel Returns to Eden says overpopulation always leads to high qualities of low quality food. The African-American community is ground zero of this devastating development, a.k.a. the hungry girl. Indeed. And now, yeah, I mean, we have an overpop we have an overpopulation of definitely our city centers. So what's happening is that our city centers are in a situation where, you know, it's the affordability is low. We're all piled on each other. It's hard to get quality food, meaning healthy food. And uh, oddly enough, the poor people are the fattest, unhealthiest people. You would think opposite. You would think people who had a lot and had a lot of resources would gorge and become overweight, but it's quite the opposite. It is people that are eating low-quality food and fast food and um, getting delivered food. They tend to be the unhealthiest and the overweight because of the quality of food. and. This is just a condition that we're going to have to accept where it is. And it tends to be that people who have wealth or money tend to try to focus on living longer. Thus, they're going to stay away from the lower quality food and the low quality city uh, purchasing centers that I see all of you normies at on Saturday and Sunday. I see the line. I see the line cutting in anywhere. There's a long line of people cutting in, getting discount food. I often give y'all ninjas the side eye. I'll be looking at y'all like, y'all don't get it? Y'all all running to these mass marts. <laughs> all right, I'm not going to say the name because I don't want them to sue me of these marts. 
But all of these people lined up. You got traffic blocked. Y'all all blowing horn at each other. Also, y'all can park, flash a little card, run in there and get your little discount food. <laughs> I mean, like, y'all ninjas out here, man. Y'all be wildin'. These normies be wildin'. I'm like, y'all all run into the same spot. Line wrapped around the corner. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, Jesus Christ. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say the name of these places because I don't want no beef. But I'm like, bruh. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Look at you people. <laughs> I just have to watch you every day. Ay, ay, ay. Then you go to anywhere where there's healthy food, man. Yo, you don't see nobody lined up. Okay, here we go. I see you. I see you, normies. All right, hold on for a second. Uh, Delta, uh, JC says, my ex had cracked dead skin on her feet, on her hooves. Man, she wasn't taking care of her feet. She wasn't taking care of her feet. Shout out to Delta Fox says, I used to drive for Uber part-time in Dallas. It helped me pay off my braces. I was solicited a few times on late nights. One time, two sisters asked me to join them for a threesome in exchange for letting them smoke Mary Jane in my car. Wow. Yeah, it gets like that out there. All right, boy. So you had two women said, join us for a little Lily Lint licking. That's what they wanted to do. Man, um, uh, yeah, women are here. Uh, for the people who don't think it's normal, I think we're at 75, 75% on average from both channels. Uh, yeah, women and sex is the easiest thing they can do. That's why for me, um, I know you sneaky women. I know you sneaky ladies. And not only that, sex doesn't last long. Like if they want it, they can go get it and be done in 15 minutes. And they could be, they could, they could come and go. Just, they could just scratch that itch. It's not like they got to work for it. So think of some of the things that you do, men. Women are like, no, not me. I preserve mine. Mine have been on ice for 15 years. I've been a celibate. And sex is just too easy for them. Now think about something that you do that would get a good return. Men, we do it quick. We'd be like, this is going to just take five minutes. And we would do it. We do shit like this. Women do it all the time. They just jump on out there. They go for a quick drive. They park. They skedaddle up somebody's stairs. And then they go and get they, they just go get they. Most women aren't getting good sex anyway. But it's just kind of like the thrill of getting it, you know, the nervousness. They Guys, they sneak around all the time doing this. And then they go and get a hit real quick. They get their little thing blown out. All right, they fix their hair. They be right out the door. And I see, I'm just understanding. That's how they do it. They be out the door, and they be sitting up on their computer, eating dry cereal, binge watching Netflix. <laughs> All right, anyway, like they've been sitting there. They, it's what they do, bruh. It's what they do. It's too easy for them to not be doing it. Anyway. Ladies are like, not me, not me. I preserve my love. There's just too much for it. It's like, yeah, we call it stray cats. They're like stray cats. Like, have you ever caught two kittens, two cats getting it on? Now, you know, they getting it on. You know, they're getting it on. You know, cats are doing something. They're not turtles. 
I think it's turtles or frogs where they just fertilize eggs. The guy just comes over and skeets on a whole bunch of eggs. That's not how kids are, uh, kittens are born. They got to fornicate. All right. And the alley cat girl come over and her tail be weaving like this. All right. And she purr up on somebody. And every now and then you'll catch you. a. <laughs> every now and then you'll catch a cat. You won't see it. You never see it. You'll catch a cat somewhere in a gutter. Every now and then in the summer where it's hot and you got the windows open, you hear a cat in the gutter late at night with the crickets. <laughs> and you're like, what is that cat doing? Did it get ran over by a car? Nope. Cat getting throttled back there. You never see none on the street doing it. Have you ever caught a cat giving up the booty? Not one time. I've never seen a cat getting throttled. But I've seen pregnant kittens. you never seen one. <laughs> right, anyway. <laughs> but they sneak out. They be looking at, at, hey, look. They sneak out, get throttled, and then the next morning you catch them. Licking they paws. And you looking like, what was you doing last night? I didn't see you last night. They be. <laughs> Licking they paws. Now. Cat was getting folded. Now, look, you ain't never seen no cat doing it. That's how women are. That's how women are. They smart. They sneak around. They do it. They get what they want. They scratch that itch, and they come back. And they be like, oh, I got to take down my braids. And they be like, I'm just taking down my braids. Already leaking. Now, watch a dog. A dog walk up. (laughs) This will do. <laughs> you see a dog, it just sniff. How many dogs have we seen clapping cheeks or attempting to clap cheeks in broad daylight on a leash? You got to pull the dog away. Damn, humping that dog. A dog will hump a leg. They don't care. I smell something. Right out in the street. In the bushes, they don't give a shit. Right out in the middle of the street. Cars swerving around them. (laughs) All right. Dogs are like dudes. We'll stop right now. We'll be walking down the street, minding our own business. Here come a lady. Now, if that woman stopped and said, hey, you right now in the bushes, we'd be like, right there? Okay, good. 90% of y'all will be dropping draws. Here we go. If a if a woman did that, oh what? Right now? Okay, I'm coming. <laughs> right. So we have to understand. And and look, there's too many single mothers. There's too many people populating the earth for us to not realize. Have you ever seen a woman walk down the street and be like, "Take me now"? Okay, take me now. You ever seen women on the street looking at a dude like, "I gotta have you now"? Never. So they do shit under the cover of night. They do shit on the creep. And it don't take long. It don't take long. They just get it on right now. Because he's like, come through, slide through, park around the corner. All right, turn your music down. Don't let the neighbor see you. Turn your lights off. All right, you're a block away. Turn your lights off. Park a block and a half away. All right, close your door quietly. I'm going to be in the bed. I'm going to be naked. The door's unlocked. Come through. 
ไรเกิดละที่อยู่ๆเราไปเห็นรอร์ the ninja go right skedaddle right down the stairs <laughs> right down the stairs he get back in the car <laughs> and she just be sitting in there and she get back on the phone uh good night honey uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow good night I've been tired I had a long day <laughs> all right and it's over 15 minutes she didn't got that thing that thing going over bed just laying there like Jump in the shower. <laughs> All right. Thing just a. You're like, hey, let me come through real quick. She's like, nah, nah, nah. I got to take down my braids. I've been tired. I had a long week of work. She wake up in the morning, splayed out like this. Peace leave just. <laughs> you think a woman can go a week without giving up no sex? Stop. No, man. There's too many single mothers. There's too many women out here pregnant for you to see. For you to believe that they can get it up quick, ladies. Where y'all at? Where y'all at, ladies? <laughs> All right, where y'all at? They quiet. I saw some women in here. Where y'all at? All right, sneaky links, man. They all got one. Even married women, they got one. <laughs> anyway. Ladies are disgusted by my talking right here. They're like, not me, coach. I'm different. It's too much. There's too much attention. There's too many dudes. And, dude, I'm telling you, ugly chicks do this, too. Ugly chicks be out here getting throttled by handsome ninjas. They quiet. You know they quiet. I haven't. And, by the way, if it, any guy in here denies, because there's women watching me right now. There's women watching me. Any guy out here that, okay. There's a woman in here. Not me. Not me. Any guy out here that thinks I'm lying, look at how quiet the women are. Where they at? Look at how quiet. <laughs> All right, somebody said, this ain't normal. All right. Maybe it's just me. All right, it's, that's me. And that's you. It's, it's just me, y'all. The people who ain't getting it, the people that aren't in the top 20%, you aren't getting this treatment. Let me just tell you, there's a thing called the top 20% of men. The top 20% of men, that's how they get down. If you're not in the top 20% of men, you missing all this action. Like, you're a guy that's in disbelief. No, no, no. They sit home every day and binge watch Netflix and read books off their Kindle. <laughs> No, 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 they're celibate and they haven't had a relationship in five years. They do not engage in any sexual activity. They have a reputation to not besmirch. <laughs> not my girl. No way. I have refused to believe this. These are my future wives. They're trying to read wedding magazines. And that's you. Where the ladies at? <laughs> All right, come on, man. And by the way, if you're... If you're in this top 20% or relatively close, you know it's true because you do it. Some of y'all ninjas are Pookie. Some of y'all ninjas are Tyrones. Some of y'all ninjas are Chads. If you're a Chad Tyrone or a Pookie or a Ray Ray or a player, 
All right, she said, that's true, Coach. Thank you. See, I'm telling you, you'll come around, Cindy. You'll come around. If you're in the top percentage of men, you know this is true. There's no lies. This is how y'all get down. Y'all don't take girls on dates. You go slide through. Girls drop it off and go back to their boyfriend. Oh, by the way, I'm going to tell you another reason why you would know this. If you have your own house or apartment, if you have your own house or apartment, you know this is true. Because most of y'all never lived, you still live with your mama in the mama's basement. Some of you guys still live with roommates. You don't know if you get, if you have your own place to live, meaning it's your place, there's nobody here. You don't have your kids as a co-parent. If you have your own place to live, that is the cheat code to getting peace leave dropped off. Because having your own place to live only just extends to, only extends to the woman moving in silence and violence. When you have secret, because you gotta, you gotta, gotta understand, the women that associate with men, associate with men that can keep secrets. So if you are not gonna tell everybody what's going on, they love it. They pull right up. They leave their neighborhood, pull right up, park. Blown out, right out the door. They in the bathroom fixing their hair. They in there reapplying their makeup. They bring their comb and their brush. And then they get in that car and they go right back to their parents' house. They go right back to their boyfriend. They go right back to they, what, their friend's house. They slide in, slide out. Normally after 9 p.m. It has to be after 9 p.m. So nobody sees them. Nobody pulls up. Right to the stabbing cabin. If you got your own, if you got your own spot, that is the cheat code to see how they behave. Because they behave different. Now, if you got roommates and you live with your mama or your daddy or you still living, you got your kids there, they don't go want to slide in. They're like, nah, too many people watching. Too many people can see. So I'm telling you, man, it's a cheat code. If you still live with people, you're not going to see this activity. Or yeah, so it is what it is. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, let me see here. <laughs> he says 8 p.m. after. And uh, shout out to our brother, Grown Man Business. I will be on his show Sunday night. And uh, I will have a link on my community tab. So Grown Man Business, yeah. He says, Coach ain't told a single lie yet. And I ain't lying, brother. If you ain't never lived by yourself or you don't got a hotel room somewhere, they love that shit. Now, now this isn't all women. Yep, somebody said motel. Yep, you got a motel, hotel room, and they know you, you comfortable. They slide right on through, in and out, because they can move in secret. They can move in secret. They can move in silence. They get it, they get it done. They in and out of there. 30 minutes, 35 minutes, 40 minutes. They back out, They in the, or before they leave, they back out, putting their hair together, putting their makeup on. They be back out. Like, they ain't, they ain't even got hit yet. Like, they, nobody hit that. <laughs> All right, anyway, shout out to y'all. This is a cheat. I'm telling you, I will not tell you guys lies. I will not tell you guys lies. All right, this is the truth. I don't have a reason to lie out here. I do not have a reason to lie. So top 20 to 30% of men and living alone and ninjas that don't open their mouth. So mouthpiece guys are the worst. Mouthpiece guys are the worst. They always think mouthpiece guys, y'all think they are the ones winning. 
they have the reason why mouthpiece guys don't win as much as they think they win is because they talk too much. Because mouthpiece guys are always running their mouth and then they want to go and brag about what they're doing. Women know this and so they'll just be like, mm. And what they'll do is they find a quiet ninja. They'll find a sigma. They'll find a in, like an introvert guy. They'll find a guy that's just chilling. But the mouthpiece guy got to brag. The mouthpiece guy got to, you know, oh, listen to what she said. Look at, look at her text. Look at her. The kiss and tell. Kiss and tell, guys. They're the worst for women who want to move in silence. Now, if they're a hoe or a skeezer, they're okay with mouthpiece guys. That's why mouthpiece guys tend to talk about all the hoes and skeezers they're boning. They don't care. Hoes and skeezers don't have a reputation. But the, the regular basic woman, she don't want to go with the mouthpiece guy. She's going to go with the guy that can keep the secret, won't kiss and tell. Because she'll, and she'll come back every week and drop it off. Every week, drop it off. All right? And she know after three or four times you ain't told nobody? Okay, all right, cool. We can keep it. We can keep it just like this. Yep. But a mouthpiece dude always got to get on the internet and brag. They always got to show a video. They always got to take a picture with the bra. Look at me with the... Women don't want that. They're like, nah, I got to keep it a little bit more quiet. Tell me I ain't lying. I ain't out here lying. <laughs> so if you just chill... And... Oh, another thing. Judgment. I'm giving y'all too much info here. If you're a judgy guy, she ain't going to drop it off. I bet you do this with all the guys. You're so nasty. How many guys have you done this with? What's your body count? She ain't going to give it to you. <laughs> she ain't going to give it to you. Now, in your mind, you can have these thoughts. You'd be like, oh, you a pro at this. You a nasty girl. But she want to be tied up. She want hold on for a second. Let's let me let me show you. Let me tell you what she want to be done here. All right. She don't want to be caressed. This is what she want to be. I, I don't know if the, uh, the feminists will agree with this, but um, I like to get dominated. I like to. choked, whooped, spined, <laughs> you know, told what to do. I need a man to take charge and let me just, you know, be goofy. There you go right there. If she finds one like that, she'd be like, tie me up, right up the Duke shoot, put the handcuffs on me, spank me out, choke my neck. And you go out and tell her, oh, this girl was nasty. She made me tie her up. She swallowed her. She swallowed it right down the gullet. If you one of these guys, they not going to drop it off. You're judging her. <laughs> You're judging her. You're going to call her out for being debaucherous and nasty. These girls are nasty whores. They're not going to drop none off. <laughs> they're not gonna drop any off they're just gonna be like okay can't trust this ninja she's gonna go with the guy that says okay put the blindfold on handcuffs over there spank whap. all right here we go choke right down the gullet wide open she like i want to do this oh if the, uh, the feminists will agree with this but um i like to get dominated I like to. choked, whooped, spined, you know, <laughs> told what to do. I need a man to take charge and let me just, you know, be goofy. <laughs> All right. For those who think I'm lying. I want you to look at the look at the live chat. They're telling you, man. And look, look at the amount of women that is just quiet.
you would have the women in here jumping in here like this is the this is not true. Coach is lying to you. I haven't seen one yet. I haven't seen one yet. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> All right. Yep, a gentleman never tells. They, they and you guys in the in the mouthpiece guys will swear up and down he ain't getting no action. He ain't getting no action. And he just like, I'm just not out here showing you. I'm not out here telling you. You always have to be worried about the guys out here that got something to prove and got to show you. Those are the ones. Those are the ones who ain't really getting it right. All right, uh, anyway, enough about that. This show is going sideways. Shout out to JG says, thanks, coach. The best on YouTube by far. Thank you, sir. Indeed. <laughs> All right, shout out to you. All right, anyway, shout out to Sam Saylor says, for the never-ending train wreck in here, indeed. Train. Indeed. All right, uh, shout out to DG Seymour says, the broke grandpa ninja fighting the pro in Colombia. Those ninjas are what we call reprehensible and despicable. He says, send them to jail, low class in every way, for real. Mm. They was horrible. Judas Lyon says, hey, CGA, from 95 to 2010, every woman I folded was married or living with the man. So, yes, they're, uh, they are sneaky. They are sneaky. They're super sneaky. And uh, I'm telling you, for, for men, it's a situation where I, I'm, so, you know, somebody's going to super chat right here. But the situation is most men could, would be hurt if we really knew what women were about. You would be hurt. All right, shout out to Jones G. Experienced men know women like her are common. Common. You just got to be on that side. And I'm trying to help y'all. Christian Emilio says, a six will treat you like a king. Facts. Like a king, a six. And a five. Uh, no name says, idiocracy went from comedy to a documentary. We're living it. Shout out to our brother, Roderick Miller. He says, uh, the cat and the dog example is so true. Shout out to Memphis. He says, gentlemen, please listen. He's speaking the truth. And you want me to tell you this truth because if women told you this, ladies, listen, if women told you this truth, you, not, you guys would be wrecked. You wouldn't know what to do. You wouldn't even know what to do with yourself. <laughs> All right, but let, listen to me. I'm not here to tell you a lie because there's guys out here. You guys would be on a witch hunt. You guys would be trying to hang them. <laughs> It'll be the Salem witch trials all over again. All right, what are we doing here? Shout out to no government name says, what's good, coach? Coach, you speak nothing but facts. I have my usual Juco come through one time. She brought, she brought a mask, black gloves, and a plastic knife. I was shocked, and she didn't even look like that type that was into this. Needless to say, it was a good night. Free agent lifestyle for life. All right, free agent lifestyle for life. Hey, one more thing here, and this is my experience. This is my experience. It's the ones you don't expect that are the freakiest ones. The ones that you think are freaky are not as freaky as you think. Now, it's, there's a fine line to this. But I found that this is my experience. I, don't, I can't tell you. And you can kind of look at pornography and see this as well because much, much of the amateur prawn, the women aren't that attractive, but they're doing some crazy stuff. It is the ones that are in that five, six, or seven, that plain Jane, 
They're good girls. They just, you know, nondescript. Even you can go as far as church girls. It's not the one that's glammed up. Like uh, that would look like, um, what's that one girl's name? She got the curly red afro uh, spice, ice spice. Like I would think she would be not as freaky as she did. She talking shit. She talking too much shit. Right? Girls that talk all of that, they ain't going to do a damn thing. All right? They talk all of that. When I get over there, I'm going to put it up there, and I'm going to do the splits, and I'm going to put one leg up, and I'm going to do, and they get over there, they be like, are you going to make the first move? They get over there, I don't kiss on the first date. Them girls right there, they ain't going to do shit. (laughs) All right? They going to talk up a good game, and then come over there like, well, I don't give it up on the first date. Like you just said you was going to do the splits on me. Now the regular girls, they be out here. <laughs> they be out here wilding. And you like you, you, you a nice looking little innocent girl. They be out here throwing it, doing this, wanting to be submissive, do it whenever you want, put it wherever you want. I'm just here for you. You like, <laughs> all right, anyway. Watch out for them, man. They wild as hell. Yeah, the, the the girls with all the makeup and the the eyelashes and the and the wig and the wig, they lazy. They lazy. They super lazy, and you think they gonna be hot and all that? Some va va boom and all that. They just be sitting up in there, <laughs> wanting you to finish up so they makeup don't melt. You want them come over with no makeup? Come over with no makeup on. <laughs> Here we go. Don't put no don't put no eyelashes on. Come on. All right, anyway, I'm giving y'all great information right there. I'm telling you. Uh, shout out to Zero Fallout says, A, got my account unfrozen, F, Susan, and the tube tax. I got to be careful to how I present that. All right, let's get into it. Arranged marriages. Arranged marriages. I tell no lies. Arranged marriages. Uh, take a look at this. Uh, what do you think about arranged marriages? I think arranged marriages might be something we adapt to in the future, uh, but we're only going to get there unless... There's some sort of tragic event or a feast or famine or World War III, mass immigration. We're going to have some event that might lead us to that, and that's the only way. Well, this is a young football player, as we call it in America, soccer. His name is Sadio Maine. I might have been pronouncing this wrong. I might be mispronouncing this. Or Sadio Maine. He married his partner, Aisha Tamba, on Sunday in Senegal. Now, this was somewhat last week on January 11th. Oh, yes, it was last week. And it says his bride is 18 years old as the ex-Liverpool star's arranged marriage is detailed by his father. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The Liverpool star, Sadio Main recently tied not with his 18-year-old Aisha, and her father has since shed light on how the two got married on the eve of Senegal. Is this is this what we need to bring back the reality of the single miserable Zenio out here living their best life? Could it be arranged marriages? Uh-oh. The father of Sadio Maine's 18-year-old bride has revealed how the pair had a traditional arranged marriage and did not date before exchanging vows. The, Le- the Liverpool legend and current uh, Al Naz- Nazar star. I'm not. I'm, I don't know what that means. He's 31. 
tied the knot with Aisha Tamba in an Islamic ceremony on January 7th somewhere in Senegal. The wedding took place less than a week before the start of the Senegal's African Cup of Nations campaign. The actual ceremony took place in the home of Maine's wife while family and friends of both the bride and the groom were in attendance. The ex-Reds ace, Maine, has known Tamba since she was at least 16 years of age, according to her father. Uh-oh. It says the father revealed after the ceremony that his daughter is only 18. Uh-oh, wait a minute. 13 years her senior met her for the first time more than two years ago while she was visiting family with her mother. And there they are right there. Shout out to him. Niggas always gotta show they All right, there it is right there. It says, my wife and Aisha visited their Maine's family one day, and this was where he met her for the first time, Tomba explained. He probably saw something special in her, and his parents appreciated her as well. They came to uh, see me. We discussed as per the tradition. We discussed as per the tradition, agreed on everything, and waited for this day to happen. All right. Who, who is it? It's uh, Manet. Is it Manet? All right, Manet. It's not Maine. <laughs> All right, here we go. It's Manet. We'll call him Mr. Manet. Thank you for correcting me. Um, who, who corrected me? Who corrected me? Somebody corrected me. Uh, John. All right, shout out to John. All right, it says right here, he went on to add, they were not dating because Aisha was still young. Uh-oh. Though Manet only met his wife two years ago, the Champion League's winner, has known his father-in-law for significantly longer. Wow, Mr. Tamba works in the construction industry and has completed projects for the Manet family since 2013. And there he is right there, Manet. All right, is it Manet? We'll give him Manet. The contractor continued to heap praises on his daughter's new husband, claiming, I I knew that Manet and his family and all of his family were very good and humble people. Sadio is just the reflection of his family. However, as a father, I also needed to know more about him. His education is faith in God and humility. And I came to know much more that he was a good person. All right, so we'll stop it right there. Mr. Manet, and I gave him Maine, but his name is Manet. Uh, they look happy and they're showing teeth. Show and uh, he... He still got money, right? Money. He definitely has money. I got money. All right. Money. All right. I'm going to get it wrong, but uh, shout out to the brothers there. And thank you for everybody in the African nations that are helping me try to pronounce this. Um, Never heard of them. What do you guys think about this? Now, ladies, what do you think about it? Now, what we have is. What we have is. um tradition we have religion we have the family we have courting we have kind of preparing for the bride we have an age gap that would be considered reprehensible by all standards but would be normalized to me unfortunately for those who don't like it we certainly probably do have a bride price or a um we do have a the woman young woman being trained up to be we have a high prestige guy I know people are talking about divorce grape. I'm pretty sure the money was exchanged beforehand. All right. The dowry, the bride price has been, it says everything was agreed upon. 
they agreed, the both families agreed, and they had a wife that was protected and presented to him in a way that was not the properly defiled wife that we have in our current culture, who they don't pick their mates through family or social gatherings. They pick, they go out there and fornicate and come back. What do you think, guys? Obviously, it's normal over there, right? Yeah, this is normal over there. This would be tradition. And so when we talk about what's tradition over here, uh, today's traditional woman is um, is basically a skeezer up until they decide to not be a skeezer anymore. And that's That you. can be, twin, be between the ages of 28 and 44 at this point. So 28 and 44, as soon as she doesn't want to be a skeezer no more, then she says, okay, uh... And that's you. Right? What do you think about this? What do you think about this? Is it doomed from the start? Is this is reprehensible? Is he a metaphile? <laughs> right? Do you like it? Is this ridiculous? Is the woman being groomed? Is she going to regret it later on? I know the women are like, she's going to regret it. The men are like, he, she, he's going to divorce Graper. She's going to divorce Grape him. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on, but uh, arranged marriages do not have a high level of divorce for better or for worse. But I'm going to just tell you, traditional marriages in America did not have a high level of divorce until after the 19th Amendment and then the no-fault divorce because it gave a woman an out. Now, we know women filed for divorces at extremely high rates, oftentimes having to say that the guy was the wrong guy. They grew apart. He was an abuser. He, he kicked his kids. And almost inevitably, none of that is true overwhelmingly, but it gives the woman an out. But it also, there's an incentive. She gets a financial windfall at the end of it many times, even if it's minor. There's a benefit to say, I can get a little bit of what this guy can offer me, but I don't need him anymore, right? So we, we have the problem that our current marital system allows women to wriggle out of it, most for bad reasons, not for good reasons. They'll make up a bad reason. But also, arranged marriages don't have that. Our traditional marriage didn't have that as well. But also, women are saying, well, uh, the husband can take sex from you without your consent. Right? Um, I couldn't get out of a bad divorce because, uh, a bad marriage because he cheated on me. And he replaced me with the younger model and kicked me to the curb. Um, they will also say I couldn't own any property in my name. I mean, you'll hear all of the things that women will say. I don't like traditional marriage. This is why they're moving to partnerships. But partnerships overwhelmingly have a high divorce rate, high turnover. They're almost highly unsuccessful. They, they don't work, right? Neither have marriages since no-fault divorce. Divorce rate well above 50%. 80% of women filing for divorce. So you have women that are going to be against traditional marriage, like that one or in arranged marriage, and say that's the worst outcome but yet we're living the worst outcome today. What do you guys think? You have two families that are involved in the union and there's a financial incentive on both sides, meaning that I'm pretty sure there's a penalty if she doesn't act right. But arranged marriages have the lowest divorce rate. Again, it has to be considered that they have a low divorce rate because the woman doesn't have really the rights that, that American women have. They can't just walk out. Most of the time, they have a family to answer to. Most of the time, if she wanted to walk out on her husband, the father would say, get your ass back in there. And or you often find that arranged marriages, they actually have a loving relationship and a relationship built on respect 
and understanding what the roles are to the point where they don't mind staying in the arranged marriage. However, there can also be some data against that. What do you guys think about this? What do you guys think about this? Ladies, y'all quiet as a hell. I know, I know the 25 women in here. How many problems stem from divorce? Okay, yeah, um, anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a great question. That's a great question. Is this a dub? All right, hold on for a second. What about love? Oh, um, the love factor. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up here on arranged marriages. This is what I heard again. I'm pretty sure there's date, data against this too. I've heard that arranged marriages actually have the, the people fall in love as opposed to start with love and fall out of love. Here it is right here. I'm going to give you just, this is just a quick reference. Uh, let's see here. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't get a chance to look it up. Uh, let's see here. There's 11 studies who that compare love or satisfaction in love marriages. Hold on for a second. Let me see if I can pull this up. It says most Americans see romantic love as a precondition for marriage. In many cultures in non-Western worlds, however, love is still not a requirement for marriage. In fact, most of the world's marriages are arranged by parents or matchmakers. In such marriages, if love emerges at all, it does so over time. As people say in India, first comes marriage, then comes love. Understanding how love grows in such marriages might be beneficial for people who live in Western cultures, first by presenting us with a different model of marriage, and second by revealing techniques and strategies for deliberating, uh, deliberately building love over time. Um, this is just something that I've heard. I don't know this to be true, but I've heard that the, mar the love comes after the marriage. I mean, there's a lot that we would have to change in our culture. First of all, whoredom, skeezers, right? But there's, there's roles, there's boundaries. I think today's romance and love and marriages and relationships, they have no boundaries, meaning that anything goes, but there's so many gray areas. For instance, a woman says, well, I have male friends that I've met before you, so thus I can't get rid of them and you're going to have to deal with them. Now, I mean, that to me is a boundary that must be discussed up front. That would be a boundary that's going to cause all kinds of problems. And the woman knows this, but and she's going to use this against you and she'll leverage it. But then she'll just say, hey, you'll just have to put up with it. And if you don't, we'll screw you. I mean, how do you even justify that? On the man side, most guys are going to freak out about that. That is something that, that, that is her kind of just saying, I don't care about your boundary. You're going to have to get over it. And you're going to, but see, you also have an extremely amount of women that are single and can't understand it. This is why I think women, unfortunately, I'm an old school guy. Women should not be running a relationship at all. They, they have no business running a relationship, <laughs> right? I mean, because they're going to have too many holes and gaping holes that benefit themselves. Uh, but it will work vice versa on men. Uh, let me see what we got here. Next, next, next one. What do you think about the age gap there? What do you think about the age gap? All right, we got, we got another one. Dolph Lundgren, if you don't know. He played Rocky IV, the Russian boxer in Rocky IV. He also played He-Man in one of the worst movies ever. Highly anticipated movie. Absolute disaster for the masters of the universe. Dolph Lundgren, age 66, praises his wife, age 27. 
And he says getting married was a good choice. People will want to wonder, how was this an arranged marriage? Well, let's go ahead and take a look at what's going on here. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I got to be careful what I show on here. All right, there's a free article. Let's play the video. Uh, there's going to be an advert, I'm pretty sure. Uh, okay, there is an advert, so I'll take it down. All right, let me take it down right here. Uh, what happened was he was married prior to this young lady. He got divorced, I believe. I can't remember when he got divorced. I think he'll say it. And then eventually he remarried her. Again, I'm not promoting marriage. We're just talking about arranged marriages. And this woman comes from, I believe, his culture. And I think he went back to find her maybe in the Ukraine, somewhere around there. Let me see if I can get the, the story here. All right, here we go right here. Uh, play the video. Thank you. Yeah, Emma is great. She's uh, wonderful, great support. And we work together on it. On a bunch of projects. She's very clever uh, and she's um, very smart for her age, well, for any age. So we produce stuff together. We have another project we're working on a comedy. Um, she helped me on this as well. And um, she helps me with the script and with the, during production and post production, just giving me a second opinion and, you know, double checking things. And um, yeah. So it's uh, all right. Yeah, he's not the most articulate guy. Let's go ahead and look at pictures of this ninja. All right, Dolph and Emma. I think her name is Emma. I think she is from. I think she's from Ukraine. All right, uh, I might be wrong. Uh, let's see. There are the photos right there. All right, sixty. What was his age? Sixty-seven and twenty-seven. Sixty-three and twenty-seven. All right. Uh, he got married last year. 40 years age different. So, yeah, 67 and uh, 27. There she is right there. I believe, let me see, is she from, she's from Norway. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, he's um, he's a Scandinavian. He's from Norway. He's from Norway. I guess, I guess they're both Scandinavian. I don't know what his background is. Yeah, she's Norwegian, and she is a flatback for sure, right? They're looking at them flatbacks. It's not even Friday. It's not even Friday. All right, but that's definitely Norway. By the way, Scandinavia, I mean, those Scandinavian countries are beautiful. They have some beautiful areas there. All right, she immigrated to California at a young age. She still returned to her home country on occasions. And she's a Norwegian based in Los Angeles. So she's Americanized and so forth and so on. And there he is right there. She's a personal trainer. Okay. And so forth. Are the ladies are right now? Okay, they met at Equinox. <laughs> <laughs> all right they met at equinox what a shock all right boy oh boy what did i tell you about equinox man i be putting y'all on so much game the apex predators are out i told you about the equinox game out here all right so they met at equinox while she was a trainer and uh he's swedish and she's norwegian so we're talking about scandinavian viking blood in here they got engaged in 2020 he was married and divorced. He also has children her age. He also has children her age. Uh, let's see here. They met during COVID. Okay, they got married in Greece. There you go right there in Mykonos. She has been supportive during his battle with cancer. Oh, there she is with dark hair. Okay, yes, okay. She does look a little Natasha-ish. Okay, he's Swedish. She's Norwegian. He had a private battle with cancer. Oh, my. 
All right, the flatbacks are out. She attends red carpet events with him. All right, the flatback Norwegians are out. She got a tattoo on her thigh. They love to travel together. Okay, who doesn't? Who doesn't? This ninja definitely out here with the big bag out here. He like, I got money. All right, there it is right there. All right, uh, what do you think about that? So we have two polar extremes. We got an older man with an extremely younger woman. She's obviously going to probably might get a bag afterwards when he dies. If he dies, he dies. If he dies, he dies. What do you think about that? That's something to chew on. Last one. A young woman um, is a young black woman. It looks like a young black woman. I think she's 18 to 21. Is bragging on the internet that she's a stay-at-home mom. She married a white guy or a guy looks like appears to be white. I'm going to show you a video of her right here. This is a young woman that has decided to have babies and uh, get married young. Now, oddly enough, here you see her picture there. She has a mulatto kid. Oddly enough, as much people here in this man space that promote what you promote, you'll see this video and you'll call the guy dumb. And you'll say she's going to divorce him, right? Which is odd to us because we're always kind of promoting women should give up their careers and women should focus on raising families. And then the same guys will see this video is like, he's crazy. He's going to, she's going to divorce grape him. And I'm like, I'm always like, what do you guys want? Okay. What do you guys want? This video also triggers moderate feminist and feminist, which is odd because feminism is supposed to give women choice. However, they'll see this video and they'll say she's dumb. Which says, which means to say women at this age, although they have available fertility, don't have the choice to marry because she's stupid because he's going to control her with the money and she doesn't have her own money, which is odd to me that a woman can be in this age, 18 to 25, will want to get married and both sides will say that the man and the woman will regret it. Like, what, 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 what are we doing? What, what are you actually promoting? What are we actually promoting? Traditional marriage, stay-at-home moms, women that are willing to make families, all right? And then the other women are like, no, 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 don't do that. Make your own money. Have your own career. Don't have babies. Which we're removing the choice from women 18 to 25 while promoting them to be OnlyFans. She's not too young for OnlyFans. She's not too young for war. She's not too young to smoke cigarettes and weed. She's not too young to fornicate with Uber drivers. She's not too young, but she's too young to do this. What do y'all want? I'm really confused as to what people want. Now, we already know the dangers of marriage. It's, it's quite obvious. But what do people want? She, wa she wants what she wants, but she's too young to do it. It's wild. Y'all be wild with it, but let's listen to what, he, what she says right here. How could I have a baby so young? How could I marry somebody so much older than me? What about school? What about college? What about this? What about that? I should work in case something bad happens. I've literally dreamed of this my entire life. I've always only wanted to be a stay-at-home mom and wife. I never dreamt of a career. This is my career, staying at home. I don't want to work. He works. I want to be taken care of. I want to take care of her. My life is great. We're renovating a house right now. I have a beautiful baby, a wonderful husband. He's... 
Everyone's always asking me, how could I get married young? How could I have a baby so young? How could I marry somebody so much older than me? What about school? What about college? What about this? What about that? I should work in case something bad happens. I've literally dreamed of this my entire life. There it is. Okay, so some women do dream of this the entire life. Obviously, she targeted the guy she wanted, and she made the decision early. Now, I said, okay, let me see what these comment sections are giving. This uh, video triggered lots of people. Triggered them with the classic, what I call normie responses, right? Nobody's looked out for the guy at all. All right. But here we go right here. I hope for the same thing. I was married at 19, had a baby. Became a stay-at-home mom. I was abandoned in the end and lost everything. Encourage, I encourage all women to have some sort of income. It doesn't have to be the traditional nine-to-five, but at least start a small business or do part-time work. People may think this comment is negative, but it's not. I'm speaking from experience and wisdom. As women, many times we get the end of the stick when it comes to finances, relationships, blah, blah, blah. You see where it is right there. Here's a guy, as a man with a 20-year-old daughter, I encourage all women to have a backup plan just in case the love of your life decides to leave. Here we go. She sounds like a wonderful person here. Uh, it says right here, uh, life has a way of teaching us wisdom. To each their own, nothing in life is guaranteed. Where are all the bitter and hurt comments for these people? Where are all the bitter and hurt people? I, I got a question. Who hurt these people? My question is, if the guy has a prenup to protect themselves, they would say, nah, nah, that's not love. But a woman has to have a backup plan. A woman has to have her own money, but I can't protect my own money. I find these people hypocritical. If, you, if only people realize staying at home does not mean you're not working. Okay, that was the support for people doing the, what they call the free labor. She has this kind of mind. She has the kind of mind that an older man loves. Hope it lasts for her sake. These are women, bruh. These are women. No support. I've I found not many supportive comments. Your baby is cute. I wish all the best. There's a supportive com comment. Kate says, good for you, girl. I wish I'd done that. And honestly, the kids would end up much better with both parents and a mom at home. That's a supportive comment. Oh. Everyone's always asking me. Let me stop it here. That's a supportive comment. Lots of women aren't cut out to be homemakers. I... It comes with a load of work and responsibility. Congrats on being happy. Here we go right here. As mature adults, we remember when we were young, we thought we knew it all too. We had no idea of the different phases of life. I agree. I pray that all of the different phases that she has no idea exist will go well for her. That's not supportive. That's not supportive. Somebody says, I think it's awesome. Bless her heart, a wise woman prepares for the future. That's not supportive. That's not supportive. As a widow, you need to have a career. If your man passes away, you are totally screwed. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, for some reason, every time I try to move it up, this must be on YouTube. I get a new video. So they throwing shade at her. My question is, isn't feminism about choice? Why is it when the guy seems to have the advantage, it's bad? No, 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 no. Or when the guy looks to protect themselves, it's bad. No, 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 no. That's not love. So she's supposed to give all that up. And even guys in here are going to be like, she, he's dumb. She, she's going to divorce him. I mean, obviously. 
But there is a lot of these things here when people are, of course, you have the pro-blacks that are going to be mad. Well, why couldn't she do this with a black guy? You have to ask, are black guys willing to marry? They're not. Are black guys willing to marry a young woman? Nope. I mean, overwhelmingly, do black men, I'm going to ask you guys, there's black men in here. Are you guys marrying right now? Are you guys ready to marry? Uh, I'm going to say this guy that she's with looks older, but not extremely old. I think he is, I'm just going to say, let me see if I can freeze a picture. He looks military age. I would say the guy's in his 30s. Just trying to get a quick view here. If you met this woman and you were between the age of 18 and 30, are you going to marry her? The answer is no. I would say overwhelmingly no. You're not. So are you prepared to marry her? Are you prepared to have kids stick around and marry her? Are you prepared to marry before you have the kids? The answer is no. So I would say overwhelmingly no. They have a five-year age gap. All right, um, so there it is. There's a five-year age gap. So uh, let's just say she's 22 now. He's 27. Are you marrying? You're probably not going to. If she wanted to have kids in a family at between 18 and 22 and 25, what was her best chance to get married? She probably had to marry a guy, and he even looks Scandinavian. He even looks Scandinavian. So there you go right there as to why she married a non-black guy. Most non-black guys are not marrying um, at all in that age group. And they're probably not going to marry a black woman. (laughs) They're probably not going to marry a black woman at that. So there is the conundrum. So she probably had very little choice to get married at 18. I'm really curious as their age, but uh, I really can't tell. And uh, that's just one video. They do have a YouTube channel. Um, and, uh, yeah, they look happy again. I'm not against interracial dating. They do look happy though. So I don't mind it. I I probably would tell him, you know, and warn him of what everybody else would warn him from, obviously, but Hey, it is what it is. So there it is right there. (laughs) Is she mixed? Okay. She's a mulatto. All right. Now, what do we got here? Is this the end of the story? Uh, we're almost, we're, we're ready. We're ready to get down here to single and miserable academic epidemic. This is main event topic already, but there's so many videos. I got to dice it up into two sections. I got to dice it up into two sections. So I'm going to do the two sections. I'm going to do section number one of the single miserable epidemic of women coping on the internet. We're going to do the coping as a part two, but I want to play about five videos here, maybe more of women in the Zenio age group. So we're talking about millennial generation Z. They're now going to be the majority of the dating marketplace. When you watch me, I'm not talking about me in the dating marketplace. I'm way out of the demographics of dating. In fact, I don't think anybody should really be dating at all past the age of 30. You've heard it here first. Dating is a ideal romantic ideal that is really for young people. Older people dating, stop. All right, y'all don't need to date at all. Ninja, just go get a banana split. Just meet in the park. Just meet for five minutes. Speed date. We, we don't need to do all of this crazy shit 
traditional dating. If you're over 30, give it up. Give it up. Meet, talk on the phone, FaceTime. All right, do we match? Nope. Okay, keep it moving. We don't need no dinner. We don't need no fucking dinner. Now, if you want to take them out to dinner and go to eat, that's your thing. All right, but that's a reward for wives. All right, we don't need to go through the rigmarole. We don't need to get dressed. I don't need to take you to a show. I, we don't need to do all that shit. Ninja, re- really just... <laughs> Dating is for young people. Dating is for young people. Anyway, we don't need no fairy tales, and I don't need to drive up and make you Cinderella and shit. Nah, Ninja, let's meet at the mall, at the food court. Ninja, chop it up for 15 minutes, and then keep it moving. Most of the time, we just trying to fuck, all right? And so I'm just sitting over here trying to get you on a date. You trying to come home and drop that neck on me. Hey, man. (laughs) and we ain't getting into no relationship anyway we just gonna mess around for about three to six weeks and then move on that's what we gonna do (laughs) right but yeah these old people dating are ridiculous let me get back to it single and miserable we know that the zennial that women of age between the ages of um of 18 and 28 going into their 30s, so as high as about mid-30s, these women are highly depressed. If you look at the depressed, these women will also say they're happy. But they're also on antidepressants, anti-anxiety pills. Many of them are seeing one therapist, not just one therapist, two and three. Okay, They're financially in a fucked up situation, but they will run around here saying they're happy to be single. I think it's a cope. But we're going to see how they're progressing or processing this. And uh, we know they're going to run into the trap, which is the trap is 40s. Okay, when you hit 40, which is going to be mid to late 40s, this is when you're going to sing- switch up the tune. What happened? Where did all the men go? Yeah, I know I'm being shadow banned. It's crazy. Um, And my numbers are down uh, from the previous weeks, from the previous year's numbers considerably. So they're putting a strain on me. I know, man. I mean, we were in the 20, 2500s. Now, this week, I've been noticing we've been cruising around 1.6, 1.7, but the shadow banning is crazy. All right, and some people don't want to watch me no more. I pissed them off. All right, so here we go right here. Uh, when they hit their 40s, they're going to be in a struggle zone. They're going to start struggling, but here they are in their 20s and 30s. Listen to this woman. This might be a hot take, but I don't believe your 20s or even 30s are for settling down. For centuries, women were sold the idea that finding a soulmate, a perfect partner, or being chosen by a man was the ultimate goal. But let's look at the reality because the data doesn't really support this fantasy. Consider the relationships between the people you know, your parents, siblings, and friends. How many of their relationships truly inspire you or align with what you envision for yourself? Why do we place such a huge emphasis on finding and maintaining a lifelong partner when we know so many relationships end or leave one or both people unhappy together? Being in love and finding happiness within a partnership is totally an option, but it's not the only option. People will come in and out of our lives for various reasons, so perhaps relationships should be seen as chapters in our life story and not the entire plot. And if you're single or questioning your current relationship status, it might not be a bad thing. Sometimes choosing to let go could save you more pain than clinging to something that isn't helping you grow. This. <laughs> hey, man, bruh. Yo, man, I'm just letting you know, man, as a man that has lived many, many years, this woman's lying. She's trying to make herself good. She made this little edit and showed her fabulous life 
of getting her feet toenail painted, all right, and getting green juice and living in her little box and having her own little space in bed that she gets throttled by Chad's and Tyrone's in. We already know they fucking. So she's fucking and she getting pumped and dumped. Let's just say she's average, right? This is an average woman. And this is the problem with the single and miserable woman ep- epidemic is going to give women the true weight of themselves that you're average. You don't deserve. You're just an average person. Now, wives are extremely average, but these women don't want to be wives to normal men. They want to be wives to Chad and Tyrone. So instead, they can't get that. So I'm going to be happy single, and I'm going to show that I'm happily single. Nah. Nah. Hell no. Silence, you fool. Oh, your 20s aren't aren't for settling down. We've been sold the idea to do what? Like, let's look at your life again. We're the move. This the life that you want to show us? Uh, tw- women been sold the idea that settling down during their fertile years before they have to freeze their eggs, this is, cr- this is crap. <laughs> okay, what are we talking about here? Let me see your fabulous life here. Oh, boy. Take a look. This woman's average. She's not bad. She got her flatbacks and sloppy yogurts out. She's in her 20s. Okay, a conversation. And by the way, average women are agreeing. Love this new direction for you. And us, a conversation the world needs right now. So perfectly articulated. Guys, this is the generation of cope. Like, look, this is what you want. All right, shout out to you, Sex in the City. All right, there you are in your lonely bed with skeed on it because somebody was there earlier. All right, somebody was there earlier and not the bang yangs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yep, if the right guy came along and he came along, he gave her the princess treatment. Look at, she got all of her. Sephora and Whole Foods. She got all her shit. All right. She can't afford. By the way, she can't afford to live like that. Not the bangangs. Whoa. <laughs> Not the ba- oh sloppy yogurts is out. All right. Look at his back, bro. I mean, this is a plain average woman. She ain't bad, but this come on, man. But she's out here thinking she deserves this until I get that. Nope. I'm gonna be out here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, she put a little makeup on. It looks better. Not the bang yangs. <laughs> all right, come on, man. Oh, man, this is all cope. All right, what What do you got? All right, you're making some juice. All right, good. Yeah, exciting. Yeah, where's the head meds at? Where's the, where's the medication at? Where's the anti-anxiety pills and the depression pills? When's your therapy appointment? I know you got one. All right, yeah, look at that. All right, we're going outside. Ugg boots. Yeah, man, who's going to pick this up, bro? Oh, we going down here, okay? We going to go to Manny Petty. All right, here we go. Manny Petty in a, in a book. All right, there you go right there. All right, we got the toes out. <laughs> Looks cold out there. Yep, you're bored with life. Yep, but she got her feet out. And this is copity cope. These people in, in about 15 years going to be crying. What happened? Where did all the... Look at that fabulous go? life. All right, come on, man. I already know where this is going to end up. Next video here. Uh, here's a woman right here. Here's another one, man. Hey, thank you for the internet, by the way. Thank you to the internet. Uh, we have another one here. She, she wants the best of both worlds. Here we go. Can we please normalize intimacy without commitment? Like, I want to cuddle all night with a boy. I want him to compliment me. I want to compliment him. I want to hold hands. I want to go on dates together. Um, I want to like text them, Snapchat them all day, every day, but then I also want to be able to disappear. Like I want to ghost 
them for a week and not have them wonder why I'm doing that. Like, I want a boyfriend, but not the relationship. I want to hop on, hop off, pop in, pop out. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, I feel like that needs to be normal. In these streets. Brothers. Hey, I, I, I'm just looking at this and I'm like, these poor women are going to be up shit's Creek in about 15 years. What happened? <laughs> Where did all the I feel go? like I should be able to take advantage of my 20s when I'm young, fornicate, be off and on the carousel, and then come back. <laughs> all right. And the guy's just supposed to just sit over there and wait for her. All right. I'll wait for you to come back. All right. I won't touch any other women. But she could just go out there and just live her best life in the, in the streets. <laughs> so <laughs> she's going to be a side piece. And we need to normalize it. Have you noticed when they say normalizing something, it's usually hoe activity? Yeah. Normalize hoe activity. Can we please normalize intimacy without commitment? I mean. Like, I want to. Guys, this is what men have been trying to do for de for centuries. Intimacy without commitment. Yes. This is, this is what men have been trying to do. You call us all kind of dogs. You guys are dogs. Now they want intimacy. Have you noticed that they just copy what we do over here? The previous woman just copied the free agent lifestyle. Oh, I'm going to just live free. But I'm going to make everybody else pay for it. <laughs> right? Everybody else is going to pay for it. And I'm going to go shop and buy knickknacks and juice and walk around by myself. All right, you, she trying to copy the free agent lifestyle. They're copying men. What women do to make themselves feel good about their decision is just copy men. And then, and then they say they came up with it. Right? It's everything. Poly poly relationships all right um of uh, the uh, ethical non-monogamy free agent lifestyle dropping out of dating deciding not to get marriage uh married we we do it first and then 10 years later they copy it oh i'm happy single i don't want to get married <laughs> you're like we want ethical non-monogamy we want to have intimacy without having what they literally just copy everything we say. Straight jacket. And then the media runs with it. Women are deciding to drop out of dating. You know why? Because most men have dropped out. <laughs> That's why. Men have dropped out 10 years ago. All right, here we go right here. Here's the next one. Uh, this woman here. Oh, my goodness. This woman says, why do women love saying I'm single until I'm married? Look at this right here. Whew. This is a top heavy woman. Why, why would you wear this to record this? <laughs> oh, my God. You, what were you doing before you recorded this video? Before you threw this tank top on? This tank top does not fit. Those are some big-ass titties. Okay. Whew. Let's see what she has to say. I mean, did you, my Lord. Here we go. Why are men expected to act like a husband in a boyfriend stage, but you don't feel as though you need to act like a wife in a girlfriend stage until somebody chooses to make you a wife? Make it make sense. If you never displayed qualities of being a wife, why would anybody want to make you one? It sounds like women just never want to put any effort for us. Like we feel like we just have to offer minimal effort and that should be significant enough. That and the cat should just have it in the bag. 
about y'all but if i'm choosing to be in a relationship i'm in it so when y'all are literally admitting to doing half and then wondering why you still are not a wife and they got the audacity to be complaining about why suzanne's a wife before you you haven't showed anything you're doing what any other do why are men expected to act like a husband in a boyfriend stage but you don't feel as though you need to act like a wife in a girlfriend stage all right so yeah this is definitely catered to men uh this definitely i can see why she wore that shirt <clears throat> because she's saying something that men would obviously agree with you know she might hold this opinion to be her own opinion but um what she's saying is that yeah, uh the modern woman basically says that excuse me, that she's not going to do anything wifely until she's married, which I understand her point. But the men are supposed to do these things to exhibit marital qualities prior to the marriage. So women are defensive. This is a defense mechanism that is going to keep women single and miserable uh, because they don't want to give up any leverage. They don't want to do any wifely activity and then eventually say, it's only reserved for when I get married. But how do I know you're going to do it with classic bait and switch? Right there, but that's going to lead to more single and miserable women, and she acknowledges that. Here we go. We have a divorcee, which is a co-parent, a co-parent divorcee. I want you to listen to this one. I found this particular video very ridiculous. Uh, this woman is going to try to portray something one way, but literally it's the opposite. And uh, what she's going to say is she's going to meet her ex-husband's which is her co-parent's new partner, new spouse, new boyfriend, new, I'm sorry, new girlfriend. And uh, she's saying as part of their agreement to raise the child, they need to meet the other partner. If there's another boyfriend, another girlfriend that comes in, they need to meet them to see if they're suitable. All right, here we go. I'm about to go meet my ex-husband's new girlfriend. So my ex and I have a daughter together and we had an agreement whenever we separated that we would meet the other person that was going to be in our daughter's life before we introduce that new partner to our daughter, if that makes sense. It's basically a one-on-one -on -one meeting. So this is my first time doing this. This is brand new territory. It's definitely uncomfortable. I am walking into it with love and peace, and I'm going to express my gratitude for her because I can't imagine how she may be feeling. I've never been in her position to meet the ex-wife. I already respect her for that. And I'm basically making this video to let other moms who are in my position who are, who are meeting the new girlfriend that like you're not what? alone and also if you are in her position we're not all bad like all the all the ex-wives we really want peace and we want our children to be loved so i just want to express mm. that to you that if you are in this position like just to walk into it with love i'm sure the outcome is going to be completely fine it's definitely uncomfortable not gonna lie but i feel really good about it in my heart so i'm just gonna go with that Yeah, brothers. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. You see what she's doing, right? So she's trying to say, hey, this is healthy. This is normal. I feel good about it. I'm a little nervous. This is best to do as co-parents. We broke up, but we're still friends. Uh, this is the best. It's the, the best thing to do as a co-parent to be able to go judge the other person's girlfriend and he can judge my boyfriend and we can see if they're healthy to be around my our child man this is whack this woman and by the way let me just show you how whack it is she's gonna meet the new girlfriend 
and she's wearing, hold on for a second. Let me see if I can pull it up. She's wearing a, a shirt or a, I don't even know what this is, a blouse with no shirt on it with her A cups. And she's wearing jewelry, forehead of makeup and hair done. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is what you decided to wear to your new, what to your ex-husband's new girlfriend's appointment meeting. This is what you wore. <laughs> Yo, bullshit. Yep, she's trying to show it. Look, look, look. This is what you missing. This is what you missing. Is she trying to frame it as, as a some sort of uh oh we're new age co-parenting. Co-parenting is a facade. And you put your house a full head of hate, full head of uh full face of makeup. Got your nails did, your little jewelries and your little knickknacks, no t-shirt, A cups, raising titties out. Stop. Stop. This is whack. This is goofy. Yo, man. I tell you, man, she this, this is why they're gonna be single. This woman, this co-parent, she's gonna be single and miserable for the rest of her life. She hasn't moved on, and now she feels like, well, if I come over in a spiritual way and I welcome her in, man, please, these people are weirdos. <laughs> they absolute weirdos. Here we go right here. What are we doing? Doing this is brand new territory. It's definitely uncomfortable. I am walking into it with love and peace, and I'm going to express my gratitude for her. because Lies. Lies. <laughs> I can't imagine how she may be feeling. I've never been in her position to meet the ex-wife. I already respect her for that. And I'm basically making this video to let other moms who are in my position, who are meeting the new girlfriend, that like, you're not alone. And also if you are in her position, we're not all bad. Like all the, all the ex-wives who really want peace and we want our children to be loved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> this is wild. Why are they so wild, man? They lie to themselves. They lie to themselves bigly. They be lying to themselves all the time. All right, full of cap, full of capity cap cap. All right, uh, next video right here. And she's going to be single and miserable from here on out. All right, so we got this woman up here. I don't know why women be wearing these bonnets. Like you're laying in bed and you're like, I'm going to record a video right now. <laughs> I'm going to record a video now. Okay, what are you going to record a video about? It says, well, we definitely, we definitely want to submit to a man, but... He's got to be doing better than me for me to do so. I'm talking financially better. She's going to answer a question about submission, but the man has to do financially better. Because as soon as I see a man on the internet complaining about women being too masculine or being alphas or not wanting to let them lead, I automatically know you not the man that you think you are. Because majority of the time, when a woman get around a real man, she don't have no choice. The problem is a lot of these dudes think that being a man is enough. That just because you're a man, a woman is supposed to follow you. And that's absolutely not it. As somebody who used to be hyper-independent, because again, what choice did I have? I had to take care of myself. Wasn't nobody else taking care of me. When I met this man, it was not easy for me to just turn that shit off. But he didn't want it to be easy. That be y'all problem. Y'all want it to be easy. Y'all be expecting women to just blindly follow you when you ain't even proved that you know where you're going. 
Like imagine me providing for myself, taking care of myself, knowing that I have a vision and a plan for my own life, meeting a man and just saying, oh, well, I'm gonna just do what you want to do. Even though you ain't show me that you have my best interest at heart. You ain't show me that you can be trusted. You ain't show me that you're reliable. You ain't show me that you're going to lead me in the right direction. You ain't even show me that the plan that you have is more efficient than the plan that I already have set in motion for myself. You've showed me nothing and you expect just because you got a dick, I'm supposed to follow you. That's unrealistic and stupid. To me, you coming on the internet complaining about women not being submissive and not allowing you to lead and being too masculine says a lot more about you than it does about her. Because as somebody who used to be extremely hyper-independent, when I got around a real-ass man who was willing to do the work to prove to me that he was a real-ass man, I shut all that shit down. Miss Codependent, that's what they call her. Oh, man. (laughs) They got a lot to say, but they don't have the receipts to prove it. Yes, all they got is a color. Well, when I found a man that I was willing to submit to, I submitted to him. Where he at now? Where he at now? Wait a minute. (laughs) Who are you? They don't have them no more. That would be like, I used to have fine bitches. I get with fine, attractive women. That would be like me saying that. But where they at? They not here. (laughs) They gone somewhere. So the thing is, when you're hearing these things, these are uh, them certainly trying to be somewhere in the miserable land or try to perpetrate like they're living a good life. But they're recording themselves with these issues with no damn proof, no evidence. Well, I'll be bad all by myself. Again, she's an average looking woman. She's not going to get what she thinks she's going to get. Some of these women are like the guy. I think the comment said here, the comment said, the guy has to be doing financially better than me for me to submit. Ma'am, oh, man, you guys are done. And then what? You're going to do what? You're doing what? You're doing this. (laughs) You're doing this. And you're going to be happy. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's weird. All right, anyway, and yeah, take that bonnet off because we already know what's up. I think what this is, is they're disqualifying themselves on purpose. They're like sabotaging themselves on purpose. So then they can say, well, listen, it was him that didn't recognize my value. It was him. It was them the entire time. Instead, we over here say, hey, look, we're going to take ourselves off. We're going to find our own peace and we're going to be valuable without it because we have the value that they want. We have what they want. But we take ourselves off and we're good because we don't need the government, right? We don't, need the, we don't need the false sense of security. They do the opposite by disqualifying themselves and then saying, well, nobody can keep up to me. Last one, we have uh, this woman here that's going to say. Always wanted to be like, oh, I don't need anybody and I'm so independent. But in reality, like it sucked okay. being alone, like waking up and like not talking to anyone and going to sleep and not talking to anyone. Like that's honestly pretty fucking sad. I don't know why I put myself through that for so many years. Like <laughs> me trying, me thinking that was a flex. You need no. a dog or a cat or a man. <laughs> Either one of those <laughs> oh or God. a kid. I've always wanted to be like, oh, I don't need anybody and I'm so independent. But in reality, like it sucked okay. being alone, like waking up and like not talking to anyone and going to sleep and not talking to anyone. Like that's honestly pretty fucking sad. I don't know why I put myself through that for so many years. Like <laughs> now. There's the truth me- right there. there. There is the real truth. See, what women cannot dodge is their need to connect, their need to be social, their need to have skin to skin touch, their need to have companionship. So get a dog, right? 
So they, they sleep in the bed with the dog. They cannot turn that off. Men, we can turn that off. We, we, don't, we don't necessarily need that. We might desire it, but there's no extreme need for it. Like a lot of guys can be like, well, I just want to push your guts in and bust a nut. We don't have this need or desire to. It's a want. You would love to wake up with a woman and wake up with her all nestled under your armpit and all of that stuff. They need it. So when it's all fun and games until they got to crawl in that bed. It's all fun and games when they got to make food recipes that is only made for one person in a little, in a little tray. When they want to whip up a nice meal and feel feminine and they make a bowl of uh, soup or a bowl of chili and they got two weeks worth of chili on one pound of ground beef. It's all fun and games when you got to pay your bills. It's all fun and games when you got to wake up to that empty, cold-ass room. It's all fun and games when every day you come up. For them, they cannot deal with this, so what it leads to is coping and depression. Yeah, they crying like Stewie at the end of the night. It's all fun and games until you got to go home by yourself on a constant basis. So this is a need for them. And how do they feel the need? Dogs, fornication, right? Sneaky links, things that actually make it worse. They cannot turn that off. They need warm embrace. They definitely need warm embrace. To wrap you in my warm embrace. Yep. <laughs> so we can use it from time to time until it gets boring for us. For us. But she, on the other hand, is acknowledging, oh, I was just coping. I was just, I was just capping. Trying me thinking that was a flex. You need no. a dog or a cat. Or a man. Yeah, you need a dog or cat or a man. I thought that was a flex. Let's go back. I thought this was a flex. How many, how many times you gonna get your nails done? You, you only need your nails done a couple of um a couple of weeks out of the year. I mean a couple of weeks out of the yeah, a couple of weeks out of the year. So what are you gonna do then? You look yeah, this looks fantastic. And so this woman is actually hitting it home like a hey, <laughs> either one of those oh or a kid i've always especially non-american like women that come from other cultures it's hard for them to pull this cope out it's hard for them to keep flexing this shit out all right um anyway last video and this is a guy who is um we're gonna use a guy we're gonna use a guy now this guy's gonna talk about him being uh his options being limited by his age his options being limited by his age. Take a look at the guy right here. He definitely is non-FBA. And, um, woo! I don't know, man. Is this a style? This is a style, right? All right. Definitely a Nigerian or an African. <laughs> Shout out to my African brothers here. Uh, he definitely is not a non- He's a non-FBA. But he has this to say about his dating prospects. Is he, is he right? So there actually is a male biological clock. It's this point around your 29th birthday. If you don't have kids and you're single, you kind of just look in the mirror and go, I'm, I'm probably going to be a stepdad, you know, because I know like I have big second husband energy. That, that's kind of my land. And uh, there's a physical tell, too. It's kind of hard to see in the camera. But like this spot I'm pointing to, uh, this used to be my hairline. All right. And, and when I had hair down here, I, it, it'd say things like, I don't know if I could date a woman with kids. Up here is just like two-step kids isn't even a lot. I mean, they're close enough in age. They're using all the same clothes anyway. It's not that bad. 
God forbid I lose any of this up top, I'm just going to be like nine kids. I, 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 I could single handedly solve foster care if I was bald. Like, they, I'll take them all, whatever. But, you know, I'm getting ahead of the stepdad thing. That's why on the weekends I coach middle school basketball because I'm looking for a sixth grader that could dunk so I could date his mom. I'm I'm hoping he's joking here. All right. I'm going to stepfather my way into the NBA, bro. Y'all thought I was raising a marine biologist? I'm look, I'm locked in. I'm committed to this imaginary family because he's committed to the University of Kentucky. Let's lock in, win some championships. All right. <laughs> okay, so here we go right here. Um this is a definitely a guy. He looks like a a a a brawly guy. He looks not like a small guy. He's a very big human being. And he has big features, Jonathan Major style. And he says, men have a biological clock. Now, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> and his biological clock consists of his hairlines receding. He's not losing. He doesn't want to lose his hair in the middle here at the back. Um, he's running out of options. He's going to be a stepdad. And then he's going to stepdaddy his way to the NBA. If there's guys like out here, like this out here, who believe this, you definitely have been feminized. You definitely have been feminized if at 29, you're already throwing in the towel. Yeah, people know. Uh, 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 we, we say there's truth in humor, <laughs> okay? But at 29, he's throwing in the towel and saying that men have a biological clock. Of course, stepdad energy. So there actually is a male biological clock? I don't think so. That, that is not true. <laughs> Somebody said, we do, though, coach. We desperate out here. Ah, oh, man, I, I'm, I'm mesmerized. I'm mesmerized at the amount of men who throw the towel in in their 20s. I mean, but because uh, I never did. I mean, I was actually married by late 20s. And I, it wasn't because I didn't have options. Uh, I did choose. I did not have a successful marriage. I didn't choose the wrong partner. It just was a non-successful marriage. And then after I became divorced and separated, shit. All right, it was a damn clusterfuck out here in terms of the uh, the the uh, not the marriage wheel, the cock carousel. So thirty six and up, ninja, it's been wild. It's this point around your 29th birthday. If you don't have kids and you're single, you kind of just look in the mirror and go, "I'm I'm probably gonna be a stepdad." I don't understand. Like that is wild to me. Like you don't got a passport. <laughs> like you don't got a passport. You haven't heard of the junior college? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you didn't go get a lineup on your beard. You didn't line your hair up. You didn't go get a Caesar. Like, there's some ways out of that, bro. You didn't go do some push-ups. Like, your own, again, let's just say he's being honest here. You think you ran out of options at 29. There's only one reason he might have ran out at 29. And that is because... He only has a select type of woman that he wants. And this is why I always tell you, men, you guys got to open your lanes up. I think he's, a, he's, a, he's an African descent guy, meaning like he might be first-generation immigrant or whatever. His, his parents might be immigrants. So they may be saying things like, you can only be with a Nigerian woman. You can only be with a black woman. 
Okay, and he might be in a place where there's not available blacks, right? He seems like he's a smart guy in accounting or engineering, so he can't deal with straggles. And or he might be looking for a Nigerian woman in in a place like um, like Dallas, Texas, where it's probably not a lot of them. There's 12. So he's he's wrestling with, oh, I ran out of options in the in the 11 out of the 12 Nigerian women are either married or have babies by another mind. man. If he's only dating black women in a small area that are mostly stragified, they're either going to be overweight and fat and or have babies already. So he's like, well, what do I do now? Mm. <laughs> like ninja drive to San Antonio. They got gorditas out there, ninja. You know how many girls they got young Selena Gomez is out there. All right. Or, or as we know, ninja, take your ass to Asia. Oh, them Asians don't like us, but uh, take your ass somewhere and get you a passport. Go, go to take out Thursday and hit your ass over there, ninja. I mean, come on, man. It ain't that many, dude, there ain't that lack of options out here. There, and by the way, probably black women don't want to date him. So he also has that because he kind of on the corny level, but I don't want to judge him. But do you know what you can do out here, Ninja? Do you know how much reach we got? Come on, man. We can't throw the towel in that easily out here and reduce ourselves to stepdaddies. Okay, there's no way we can reduce ourselves to stepdaddies that fast. Ninja. Oh, by the way, you can date someone younger at 29 date someone younger you know what i mean you can't just go straight to stepdaddy out here we all take out thursday what the hell you talking about ninja uh-uh uh-uh we got a marie's out here black japanese come on bro we throwing in the towel we got japanese black women out here no man we ain't throwing in the towel that fast ninja uh-uh uh-uh no way all right that won't load up do you know what you can do out here, Ninja? Where we at? Come on, man. I'm looking at this Ninja sideways. Do you know what you can do? Uh-uh. <laughs> Look at me, man. I done figured it out right here, Ninja. Do you know what you can do with $1,300 airline ticket? <laughs> Come on, bro. I'm out here smiling. Giggity, giggity, giggling. What you talking about, bro? I mean, you men cannot throw in the towel that fast. Anyway. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> Dude, he's he's half my age and already quit. Mm. All right, anyway. Do me a favor, hit the like button. I'm going to catch up on some super chats. We do have the coping continues. I'm going to have to break it up in two separate segments i got more videos of more single and miserable women antidepressant ladies i'm gonna tell you um you know all this coping i'm seeing on the internet i know what's gonna happen when you turn 40 44 it's gonna be a disaster how many of you guys are on antidepressants how many of you guys are seeing therapists right now and then not even how many of you women been on the carousel what the hell i need money says i've had um i have had sexy women Go in because they knew I'm silent. Facts. Silence. Silencio. Silence, you fool. Cristio Emilio says, I've never seen a king get on one knee to marry. Unlocking femininity is wild behavior. Unlocking femininity. <laughs> right? 
You're going to have to unlock my femininity. I mean, that's some crazy-ish. That's what they're saying right here. Okay, the right guy is going to unlock my femininity. Nah, man. Your femininity's for sale. Meaning that I'm not going to do anything feminine until. What are we doing here? Caitlin says, I think 50 shades of Greg or gray deceived both genders. Women want a man who's good in bed, which Christian gray was perceived to be. Men want a woman who are virgins, which Anastasia was perceived to be. Neither side is getting what they want. So, yeah, I, I think there is a case for that. I don't think, you know, the virgin thing, you will grow out of that. Just have you a virgin, you're going to grow out of it, but I suppose. But women do, men do want a woman that is not, like, as sexually available to many men prior to them. Um, if they're intent on marriage. So that is going to be a judgment. Women don't want men to have that. So men are going to be intimidated by that. Yeah. Especially young men wanting to marry. They're going to go. Mm. Now women want us to forget all that. Uh, however, if truth be told, there's not that many virgins out here. There's not that many women that are. That are going to be on the virgin level or only have one or two or three partners, especially after the age of 20, 24, you're not going to find that very much. Um, but the other part of it is, if she is inexperienced, in you're right, they will probably want someone who's experienced to guide them through the steps. Because it is a, it's, it's an uncomfortable process when you're inexperienced. It's, a, it's, it's an uncomfortable thing. I have to remember back in my awkward days, uh, the women that I first been, were experienced with, mm, they were probably not virgins. I want to say one was, but she was a blue ball pina, Filipina chick. But everyone after that, I, I'm for sure, in my early days of sexuality, I'm for sure they were sexual before I, I touched on them. All right. Moose Hefner says, Coach, I'm about an hour behind on the stream, but I must... Uh, you must see the new club Shay Shay interview with Country Wayne. He talked about everything you're talking about today. Women being sneaky, and it only takes nine minutes. Oh, really? For nine minutes to for women to get uh to sneak off and get pounded and go back to her boyfriend. It's another RP interview. Uh, by the way, this is not the first time I talked about stuff like this. Um, it's certainly something I've been talking about for years. But yes, I get what you're saying there. Shout out to Country Wayne. Right, but um, yeah, I mean, this is stuff that happens. So it's tough, man. It's tough for us to have these voices out here. I'm not saying country weight stole from me at all. All right, but most men that have been around significantly with a lot of women, um, we all can come to the same conclusion. Some women might say, some women might say, it's the women you're dealing with. How many women believe that? No, that's just the women you deal with. That's, a, that's another cope. Yeah, there's nothing new under the sun, really. So if you just experience women, you're going to find that, that many people come to the same conclusions. Shannon Sharp watches CGA, though. And by the way, everybody watch. I'll be on YouTube way too much for people not to have seen me at least once. But he got like 15 kids, so... 
Dennis says, Coach, I was living in my truck after divorce last time I updated you. I'm now in a room and locked into a $135,000 a year job, training for a big event, and getting in great shape and back on my feet. You are here consistently and helping so many of us. I appreciate you and your show. He says, GOAT status, appreciate you, and congratulations for getting back on your feet. What do I tell you, men? If you get a divorce or you have a bad breakup, do not date anyone seriously for five years. At least five years. Because you have to financially recover. Um, if you break up or with from a bad relationship or if you get a divorce, do not seriously date anyone for five years. Five years. No relationships, no new relationships, no nothing. You have to financially recover. You will thank yourself, and it's not going to take long. It's going to be a year. A year, you'll be right back on your feet, and you'll be even possibly ahead of where you were. The men who get into another relationship, are you're, digging, you're trying to dig yourself out. It's going to take longer, and you will find that the new mate, although she might seem positive, is really just keeping you where you are. Yeah. So be careful with that. And then five years is going to lead to 10 because you're going to be like, oh, I wasn't missing anything. And what, what, what you'll also see, what you'll also see, and this is not even, not even a joke, the person, let's think about the person that you would have got into a relationship with. It wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked. The woman that you would have chose today, if you wait five years, she's still single. She's still single. I want you to think about this. You, you guys are getting divorced. You're getting a bad breakup. Here's the next woman. And then out of comfort, you're going to get with that woman. You're going to get under her. Before you, before you choose her, wait about two, three, or four years. I guarantee you she's still going to be single. Nobody going to pick up that deal. You was going to pick up a deal nobody else is going to take. You were going to pick up a deal nobody else is going to take. And she got your ass. I think another thing is, I think women who take men on that just come out of relationships are predatory. Which women do have a idea of uh, the six sixes, which says six months, at least six months out of a relationship. So even some women don't want a guy right out of a relationship. But they also don't want men that have been single for two or three years. So they they have this parameter in the six sixes that says the guy has to be at least six months out of his previous relationship. So that's actually good. I think I admire women who at least do that. Women who are getting with men that just separated, just divorced, just got out of a bad breakup, inevitably they're going to have problems with that guy. But I think they're predatory as well because that guy is in pain and he's going to need to recover, right? So he's going to need to recover financially. He's probably going to be in a situation where he's in a state of confusion. He's in a state of need, which he needs a partner because he's been with partners for so long. If you've been in a marriage, you probably were married at least three years and you're used to being in a part, uh, having a partner, which means you're used to having a person wake up, go to sleep, in a mode of relationship, right? 
moving in, you're probably more likely to move this person in quickly and be in a, have that person serve as your spouse because you're comfortable with it. You're comfortable with a person that you wake up and go to sleep with. So a man that gets out of a marriage is going to probably want a woman that ain't out here running around and shit like that. So he's going to say, oh, okay, move in with me and we'll have breakfast and dinner and cuddle and watch TV series. He just, he just had that. If a woman he gets with attempts to show that she wants that, what eventually she'll do is she'll pull the rug. And she was like, well, you can't control me. Well, we ain't married. And then he'll be frustrated by it. He'll be like, hey, what, what's going on? It's very predatory. In fact, another predatory thing that they'll do, women specifically, is when that guy is wounded. And we have to admit, men are wounded when they come out of these and confused. That guy will tell her everything that the previous woman got wrong. Okay, so he comes out of the relationship and, he, and, and he'll say, and really it's only about the last six months to a year where the previous spouse, the previous wife or the previous girlfriend messed up. So the new guy, the, the guy will come in and tell that woman she did this and she did that and she wouldn't do this and she wouldn't do that. That's, that's basically the whole context of the new relationship. So his frustrations are going to be what his previous spouse didn't do or his previous girlfriend. And then she listens. She's just listening of him giving the playbook as to not disappoint. So what does she do? Everything that he says, she, she does everything that he says the, the ex-wife didn't do. And she can win. She basically wins that way. Oh, she didn't let you have sex all the time? Okay, I'll let you have sex. She didn't drop her neck? Okay, I'll just drop that neck. Okay, she expected you to take her out three days a week. I'll just deal with one or two. And that's how she gets you wound up. You're like, you're doing everything my ex-wife didn't do. And she's going to look like a goddamn prize. You're going to be like, I'm glad I met you. You did everything my ex-wife didn't do. Well, the problem is your ex-wife did a whole bunch of things that you liked. She was consistent. You just fell apart. But you never tell the new person that. So she just like, oh shit, this is the easiest, this the easiest chump I've ever reeled in. All I gotta do is do everything that she didn't do, and I won this ninja over. <laughs> All right, but then what happened is you double down, you commit, you move in too fast, you marry right away, which second marriages are doomed to fail at a 63% rate. It's almost doomed to fail. And so now you gave her the playbook to your happiness that you've been missing the last year or two or three. And she does that only for you then to marry her. And then she show, she she takes the mask off. And then she goes, ooga, booga, booga. And then she shows you who she really is. And she then stops doing all the shit that your previous ex-wife stopped doing. <laughs> it's the easiest Chump out here. Easiest chump to finesse. A guy getting out of a relationship. I think it's predatory. <laughs> All right. Anyway, shout out to you. And I got this game figured out. And guess what? The reasons why second marriages last is because the guy is so dumb. He feels so stupid that he got finessed not once by the first ex-wife, but now twice in a two-year period. <laughs> 
So now you got the now you got now you got finessed out of your first ex-wife. She finessed you. Now the second ex-wife finna finesse you, but you gotta save face. So you gotta stick with the second ex-wife because you if you dump her or she dumps you, guess what? They're gonna be like, Ninja, you lost two wives in two years. So now you can't blame the first ex-wife. The first ex-wife is gonna say, Well, I guess it wasn't me, it was your monkey ass. Yeah, I guess you were the problem. And that's you. Same thing happened to um same thing happened to um what's his name? Um Jeff Bezos' wife. Jeff Bezos' wife left Jeff Bezos and everybody was like, "What?" Well, we already know what happened. So she married a guy who was beneath her. She married a teacher. And she tried to make it work and she ended up divorced within 2 to 3 years. Now it's obvious to see that Mackenzie Bezos was the problem. You lost two men in three years. You cannot come out here and blame nobody for your issues. You're the issue. So, guys, that's why second marriages tend to last the length that they last is because the guy saved face. He like, oh, shit. You big dummy. I got got. <laughs> I got got. And now the second ex-wife hit him with the ooga booga. And now... Yep, so you the common denominator. At that point, you got to take that L. And you looking at, now you moved her in. Now y'all bought a house, and she finessed your ass. Now she's sitting up there farting on your couch. Now she's sitting up there like, I got you, ninja. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> All right. Halle Berry, too, man. A lot of guys do this. So now if you get married, you get divorced twice, ninja, in two, three years? Ooga, booga, booga. <laughs> All right, shout out to Josh Finley says, what's up, CGA? He says, if you have to make a video saying you're happy and single, I can bet she's not happy and single. I'm not happy. Facts. He <laughs> says, it's all a cope and projection. Keeping, uh, Keep letting them expose themselves on social media. We love it. We love it. And then an edited video at that. I'm a content creator. So I look at the video and the production that they put behind these videos. I'm like, yo, lonely, broke ass made this video <laughs> with the music and the edit and the do I know making vlogs is not easy, not even with your phone, but you're going to make a whole vlog of you doing what DG Seymour says, uh, Nope. I already got him. Judas lion says, Hey CGA from, I already got that one. Michael Roberts says, as long as you have what they need on top of hitting that bottom you can keep them on a rotation. I'm 44 and it's getting easier. Uh, Michael Roberts. For men in their 40s, I don't know what to tell you. This might sound like a cope. There's going to be players and pookies that are going to disagree. Please have some hair on your chest. At least some hair on your chinny chin chin that connects if it's a beard. All right. Please have your own way of supporting yourself if you disagree. And this is my own experience. And I was not, I, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't not successful in my 20s. I, I had decent turnout, Ninja. I was, I was a $2, I was a $2 Tate Diggs when I was in my 20s. So I didn't struggle with women. Like I struggled in relationships. That's where my problem was. So I didn't struggle getting women. I didn't struggle talking to women. I wish it was better. I wish I had better quality women or better looking at least. But I was mid and I got good results. My problem was like marriage, relationship, divorce. But um, 
Let me tell you something. Compared from my 20s, 30s, and 40s, the easiest, and I'm about to be in my 50s in a couple of years, the easiest lane is 40 plus in single. 40 plus in single. So I've been single in my 20s. I've been married in my 20s. I've been single in my 30s and married in my 30s. I've been single and unmarried all my 40s. The easiest lane is the 40s. I mean, that is a sweet spot that I cannot tell you about. Now, I'm curious as to what my 50s are going to be, but I know there's not going to be marriage. But the 40s have been a goddamn Super Bowl. It's been a parade. Like, it's been nuts. (laughs) It's been crazy. Like, wow. Because in your 40s, you know, financially, you're in a different spot. You don't have the desperation. Also, I do have an advantage. I've been married married already, so I'm not curious. I've already have already have two kids, so I'm not curious about kids. So, uh, without that, I can move forward in life. Possibly if I'd never been married or had kids, that might be that might be over my head and it might give me a different experience. Okay, so there's that. There's that. So, I'll admit having been married and had kids early certainly helps me being able to relax into my 40s and 50s. But when you come to your 40s, right, there's another way that women treat you a little bit differently. And that's where the difference is. In your 20s, you almost got to prove. You got to prove to them why, right? Even to the point of mouthpiece, right? You meet a woman, you meet a sister, and you walk up to her in your 20s, she kind of already knows you don't have what she wants other than maybe some sex and attention. So you walk up to you, you be like, hey, sister girl, oh, my Lord, look at you. I want to introduce myself. She hang up. She hand her hand out like this. Hi. Oh, yeah. And so you're often trying to prove what you have. You're trying to prove your value. In your 30s, it's somewhat similar. You're trying to prove your value, but women are starting to notice because their biological clock is in a different position. They're starting to notice. You're kind of still too young to date younger women, but you can if you have a certain little swag. Financially, you're not all the way there, but, you know, you are there good enough. A woman like, well, we'll try to build with him. Some guys are married. Some guys have kids. Some of you guys are on child support. So you kind of trying to figure shit out. When you're in your 40s, you got that daddy energy coming out. You got that daddy energy. You almost don't have to prove much anymore. It's it it shows on you. It shows on you. Now, if you aren't there, then it won't show. So this is why we tell you at some particular, but you got that daddy energy. So 24-year-olds are like, you walk up to a 24-year-old and she got she feeling you. She don't hit you with that. Mm, hi. She be like, get him, daddy. <laughs> she like you know filled out your bird chest ain't bird chesting no more all right you don't feel like you need six abs you be like baby i got two abs this is what you getting baby Get him, daddy. women in your 40s in the 40s your counterpart are in desperation mode what happened Where did so everybody in go? your counterpart they're in desperation mode they're in like oh shit we about to hit 50 and still be single 40-year-old women give up the peace leave so easy. Why? They're not scared. 
A 20-year-old woman is scared of a lot of things sexually. Her reputation, right? Uh, potentially, uh, you're going you're gonna to treat her bad. Afterwards, you're going to talk bad about her. She can become pregnant. She can catch an STD or an STI and so forth and so on, right? She can look, She has so many, so many L's in giving up sex. A woman in her 20s are like, oh, shit, right? Her parents are going to find out. The neighbor's going to see. Somebody going to tell her father. A woman in her 30s, that kind of alleviates, but she starts to leverage that. Well, in order to get my sex, you got to commit. A woman in her 40s, ninja legs up like this. All right, good. All right, here we go. Hit this real quick. Woman in her 40s, not scared of getting pregnant that much. That much. Woman in her 40s don't care about her reputation, ninja. Her father is almost dead. Her father's like, just get somebody, all right? <laughs> her brothers are like, aren't going to protect her no more. Just take anything. STI, she probably already had three by now, so she ain't scared. She's still alive, so she's like, well, I ain't died yet, and she's been raw-dogged at least 50 times. So she said, I ain't dead yet, so what's the big deal? Last time I got STD, I went down to the clinic, and they gave me a little bit of penicillin, and they get that shit all, that, that got to really dried up. <laughs> and she ain't got no reputation no more. She like, what's to lose? Everybody know I'm a freak-a-leak. Freak-a-leak. And she don't want to sleep in your bed. She want to go to her own bed. So she like, hey, I ain't trying to sleep over that much anyway. She ain't got that much time. She got to go to work, get ready to go to sleep. She like, I got a day or two to give you. <laughs> yeah, she on that herpes suppressant. She's like, yeah. So at that point, if you're a man in your 40s and you're established, that's an easy layup. Even sexy women in their 50s be throwing it at you. But then when you go down to the 30s, the, the weak spot, Kevin Samuels used to call it the uh, danger zone, I believe. I called it the last call. The area you want to avoid is the area that they think would be the best for you. And that is the area between 28 and 36. So they'll say, coach, man, you shouldn't be dating these junior college girls. All right. Or they're going to use you for your money. You're like, I want them to use me for my money. <laughs> all right. I just want them to be. And then the women that are, um, 50, uh, 40, uh, don't know, 37 and up, they tend to go through a different transition. The worst women for you to date are the women that they tell you are the appropriate age. So they'll say half your age minus seven. All right, by my calculation, that's a woman in her, that's 31. That's the worst woman for a man in his 40s to date unless you're trying to get married. The reason why is because those women are trying to find a sucker. And that's you. That's baby rabies age. That's the women that's trying to get a last ditch effort, find the last available simp. She trying to set you up for the okie doke. She trying to get pregnant and move in on you. She trying to get that student loan debt paid off. That's the worst women to date. That's the one I'm like, oh, hell no. I avoid them like the play. Oh, is it plus seven? I, I want it to be minus seven. <laughs> All right. It's plus seven. So half your age plus seven. So for me, oh yeah, that's the Hail Mary. That's the Hail Mary. Come with me. Hail Mary. Run quick. That's the worst women for me. Anytime I see women in that age group, I'll be, I'll be like, oh, shit, here they come. 
They trying to get married. They trying to get a bag. They trying to scoop in on my ass. I'm like, oh, I'll get his old ass. They try to okie doke you. I'll be like, nope. I see 28 to 36. I'll be looking at their ass like. <laughs> but half my age minus seven is more my territory. Hello. <laughs> she trying to win. So I'm like, nah, man. So people say that. that They will call that age appropriate for me. Like a 32, 34, 35, 36. They'd be like, that's good enough for you. And I'd be like, no, it ain't. Nope. No way. Get them girls the hell away from me. Give me half my age minus seven. <laughs> All right. Anyway, keep them damn girls away from me. Give me get my, I just want to play. I'm just want to play out here. Yep. She'll be pregnant in three dates. Uh, 11th hour pregnancy. Yep. She'll be like, um, I, uh, yeah, I'm going to progress. And where is this going? And, you know, I'm like, baby, you do what this was. Yep, she start love bombing you, sign language of you. So Kevin Samuels had it right, had it right. The danger zone. I called it the last call. It's their last honest call at finding the best possible mate for themselves. Like it's really overtime for them. But the danger zone is definitely more appropriate with that being said. That's a dangerous age for me. That is the most dangerous age of any mate selection age for me. <laughs> he said that's 17. Well, bump it up one more. Bump it up one more. Anyway, and elderly women, I don't have no, no. And yes, you're elderly over 50. But you're easy sex target too, I'll take it. Shout out to our brother here. Uh, Ricky R says, it's not too much. It's not much. Yes, it is. It's always. If you extend it, it is much. He says, it's not much, but thank you for all the insights into female nature. You are the best, coach. Thank you, man. All right. I am the best. I appreciate you. Yes, the female nature game, I got it down. I got these little predators down. And by the way, they're sneaky. They're very they're, they're very kind of manipulative and trying to get what they want. We got no government name. Arranged marriages are the way to go. Men know how to judge men and can also tell BS within the first conversation. If we had to sign off on it, then it would stop women getting pregnant by so many pookies. Yeah, love, love has demonstrated that it doesn't work. And the, here's the thing about it. Women have demonstrated to, you know, because they want their own personal choice. They want to pick their own mates. They don't want their daddy picking it. But they've demonstrated that they suck at it. They absolutely are horrible at it. So I look at it as, you know, and the, the sad part is they don't never get over it. They'll still be in their 50s. I know that my love of my life is out here. I'll manifest. I'm like, you've been doing this for 30 years, ma'am. You still going to scratch them lottery tickets, huh? You still going to scratch those lottery tickets. You'd have been in and out of love. <laughs> you've been in and out of love 35 times. And you know what's worse than body count, guys? You know what's worse than body count? How many women has this woman, how many men has this woman fell in love with? Now, that is the biggest telltale sign. Yeah, sex is one thing. Most women's sex, you know, when they give up sex to a man, it ain't last but more than five to ten minutes anyway. So you guys acting like she's been getting throttled. 85% of the time, she ain't getting nothing throttled. She ain't even getting warmed up and revved up yet. But how many... Men, has she fallen in love with and use love to kind of 
get this. Right. So that's that's actually the most despicable thing, because she's trying to say, hey, I'm in love with you. You know how many niggas she been in love with? And thought that was the one and thought they was going to get married and thought they and had babies. You know how many guys she used this on? Now, that is the most egregious one, because now I'm supposed to fall for it. You know how many? <laughs> you know how many men she said, ah, you're the one and I see you and all of this. You know how many men she used this shit on and, that's and you. failed? And flopped and was the wrong dude and was an abuser and she found out he really was cheating on her. That's the one you need to watch out for, guys. A woman that fastly attaches to you and says she loves you and really likes you is the one you need to avoid. Because she's used this shit so much and it's five years, 10, 20 25, 30 years down the line, and she still ain't found one that worked. Hey, maybe it's you. And that's you. <laughs> I'm a loving, I love hard, and I love love. And man, dude, that's a red flag. You done misfired 25 times on love, love. I'm a hopeless romantic. You done failed and flopped and picked the wrong dudes 50 times. On love. How many dudes you fell in love with? <laughs> Please. The way you play it cool is to not love the guy. I guarantee you, you'll stick around longer. Even if you love him, don't say it. Now, there's some goofy-ass ninjas that, 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 that be love-bombing these women out here, right? Y'all ninjas need love. But there's a woman that I kept around at least for five years. She ain't once said nothing about no love. Not once. Now, I know she in love. I already know. She attached. She's in love. But she ain't never said it. And I keep her ass around. <laughs> and she gets value. Don't think I'm using her either. She gets value. And she sticks around because she knows that soon as she say it, I'm a run. <laughs> Somebody says, I'm tricking her biology. Oh, we using biology, Nicole. Mm-hmm. We using biology now? Are we, bring, we bringing biology into the conversation, Nicole? Do you really want to do this? Shout out to Zero uh, Ghost J. Says, Coach, why do women always try to make me the pop-in, pop-out boyfriend? They all are 304s. Well, Ghost J, you must be Pookie. Or you must be Ray Ray. I, will, I say accept those. I say accept that role. I say accept that role. You know what I mean? Like, if they're not trying to make you commit, it is what it is. All right. Oh, oh now we're using biology. Well, you tricked our biology. I'm tricking your biology and hit that bottom, and now I'm loving it. And so, okay, what, explain promiscuity then. Explain a promiscuous woman. Is her biology not be able to be tricked anymore? So if a woman was promiscuous, then I can't trick her biology anymore. She's been tricked 50 times then, right? So I can no longer trick it. So if a woman's been promiscuous, how's she going to fall in love with me later on in life? If we're using biology, that's number one. Number two, if we're using biology, well, then I need a couple of wives to serve a couple of pieces of purposes right here. So 
Um, Nicole, are you ready to jump on my team? Because biologically, I need a couple of wives to serve my purpose, and that is to be fruitful and multiply. That's my biology. Are we doing this or no? We want to do the biology thing. All right, I'll tickle your biology. <laughs> I'll trick your biology if you want. All right, but we can't use that as an excuse. Uh, zero fallout says the studies say uh, men will be lonelier also in the future. What they forget is that most men are already lonely. <laughs> Women who have never known true loneliness will feel it harder. And that's the truth. Okay, that is the truth. Most men are, we've been, most men have been lonely for decades. For decades. So these same lonely guys still going to be lonely. Right? They're like, what, what changed? Not much. We got our brother here that I get. Michael Strife F Excellence says women fornicate in secret because they want to experiment in different areas of the spectrum. If you have discretion, she'll uh, show you everything, everything. And it's great. Okay. Thebold says, coach, the junior college tends to be more honest and open uh, about stuff that men don't hear in relationships. That's a fact. That's a fact. So uh, they don't have an they don't have a incentive to act like they're pure and virginous. So you'll hear things. Cancer email. I believe in marriage coach, the old Testament version. I'm down with that version. Only if a wife acts up, he says, kick her ass out and the kids stay with the dad. Definitely an advantage. Um, embrace the truth says bonnet chick is still masculine. True femininity, just like masculinity, isn't a conditionally isn't conditionally based. It is it is who you are no matter the situation. Okay. Yeah, femininity is something that you don't unlock. No. You're either feminine or not. YouTube says the Juco says she's not pregnant. Shout out to you. Unplug says media man says a man's wall is 55 because we really aren't trying to be out late by the age of 55. And I agree. By 55, nah, we're not trying to do that. We really don't want to meet people like that. Uh, but only if you're codependent. <clears throat> YouTube trash talker, not every guy wants to run around sleeping with different women. I don't get it, but to each their own. And that's true too. <clears throat> Um, a lot of you guys, a lot of men don't want to sleep around. All right. You, <clears throat> I have a theory about this. You want to hear it? This is my experience. The men that I find that don't want to sleep around, right, are typically men that cannot easily access women. Now, this is, this is, this is in general. The men that say they don't want to sleep around are typically guys that don't easily access women. Thus, their defense for not wanting to sleep around is that they either don't want to hurt their partner or hurt their chances of their partner leaving them and or they might have a safety concern related to it, right? They're like, I don't want to get a disease, which is out of scarcity. You have an experience the idea of how many women that you got to sleep with in order to get a disease, right? Or the type of women. So their way to keep a, a mate accessible to them is not wanting to sleep around on her. 
because they're going to lose the mate. And or they're either treating the mate respectfully. I don't want my wife, I don't want my wife to discover or my girlfriend to discover that I slept around because then I'm going to lose her. That's kind of where it comes from. But not all guys want to sleep around either because maybe it takes a lot of energy and effort to do so. You're like, I don't want to do this. So there's a lot of, there's a lot going on there. Or religious beliefs, religious beliefs does have that, you know, you were raised to be a person that doesn't want to do that and you don't see that on a normal, regular basis. You're not conditioned for that. You're conditioned for monogamy. There's a lot of that going on. I admire you guys too. I admire you guys. (laughs) Somebody said I'm a Christian. Is that why? Because you're a Christian? Don't get me started. (laughs) (laughs) They just said I'm a Christian. Oh, is that why? Jesus. I mean, I didn't mean that. Is that why you don't want to sleep around? You know how many Christians sleep around? Number one. You know how many Christian pastors? Stop. Let me stop. You know how many pastors, daughters? Christian. Christians don't sleep around? All right, anyway. Christians don't sleep around? Oh, Lord. (laughs) All right, all right. Is that your moral compass? All right, stop it. All right, here we go right here. (laughs) All right, let me get back to it. Not to diss the Christians, all right, but come on. All right, anyway, let's play some more. Let's play some more. I won't diss the Christians. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. All right. I've sent girls to church leaking. And I've got girls that came from church. All right, so, yeah. But it's just my experience. All right, that's just my experience. That might not be yours. Let's get into it right here. We got some more cope. How about this woman right here? Uh, maybe this is not a cope. This is a woman. Oh, maybe it is. Okay, Um, anybody know how old this woman is? Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. All right, we got a Shaka Khan here, and we lost like 20 Christians. All right, they are pissed at me. All right, uh, here we go right here. I know the show's getting long. All right, here we go right here. Check out how old is this woman. She definitely is in her 40s. Let's listen to what she has to say. Where are these type of women? Truly do have pussy powers, and they go beyond making men feel good um, with their penis. Um, Although I do love to give BJs with a heart full of gratitude. Um, I'm just a very intimate person. I love to cook. I'm all about family. Um, yeah, I mainly, I just really, honestly, I want a life where I have sex all day and I suck my man's dick and we just manifest money and travel. Oh, I truly do have pussy powers and they go beyond making men feel good um, with their penis. Um, although I do love to give BJs with a heart full of gratitude. Um, I'm just a very intimate person. I love to cook. I'm all about family. Um, yeah, I mainly, I just really, honestly, I want a life where I have sex all day and I suck my man's dick and we just manifest money and travel. Oh. Guys, see, inexperienced guys are going to, pa- inexperienced guys are going to fall for this. I'm going to tell you guys, do not fall for this. This woman, basically, let me tell you what this is. The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. 
New, 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 new world order. This is a, this is a spy. This is an actress. This is a witch. Somebody said, somebody said, so what's the trick? What, what is the, why are you still single? Because she's lying. She's trying to finesse a fool. An inexperienced fool. Do not fall for this. This is absolute lies. She's going to bait and switch you. She's going to ooga booga you. Ooga booga booga. You're going to go fall for the okie doke. And you're going to get love. And she's going to suck your seed. She's going to suck seed. She's going to do all these things. You're going to go right up the duke shoot. You're going to have her whole body. She's going to be submissive, loving, caring. She's going to go ahead and run a feather up and down your from your top of your head down to the bottom of your feet. She's going to lick every crease and crevice. She's going to suck your toes. And then she's going to turn into ooga booga booga. Ninja, do not fall for this. Do not fall for this. She's going to take that mask off and look like a villain in the Scooby-Doo uh, series. Do not fall for this, guys. This is pure cope. This is desperation talking. She Look at it. Look at it. Look at the earrings. The bigger the hoop, the bigger the hoe. Stop it. This is an Erica Badu light. This is a witch. I know you're going to think that this is the woman of your dreams. This woman is steeped in the abilities of mystique and finesse. She done been through many, many men and taken and sucked many, many souls. All right, yo, this is a succubus. You're going to fall for it, and it's going to be a bait and switch, and she's going to be just, you're going to be another another chink in her armor. You're going to be another notch on her bed. You're going to be another victim. Do not fall for it. Have some fun with her and skedaddle. All right, do not fall for this shit. But, of course, this is women in their 40s. Uh, right, what did I tell you? Women in their 40s, they tend to be less, you know, uh, about, well, I've never had a one-night stand, and I've never done this. They tend to be more sexual, very easy, more gracious, and they'll do this for about three to six weeks until your dumb ass commit to them, and then they're going to start baiting switching your ass, switching it up. Don't fall for it. That's all cope. Well, let's go to this woman right here. She says, I don't know who needs to hear this. Well, you probably shouldn't have recorded it, and I'm sure. Let's hear it. I don't know who needs to hear this right now, but he is not the exception, honey. He is the rule. And I know it's tough when you're like emotionally intertwined with someone because you want to start making excuses for them and you don't even realize you're doing it. You're like, oh, but he has a work thing or, oh, he's got a family issue or, oh, he has insert excuse here. But remember, men are hardwired to go for what they want and no man is too busy to pursue a woman that he likes. No man has too much going on to the point where he can't at least send a text saying, hey, can't really talk right now, but I'm thinking of you. We know how to communicate as adults. Stop making excuses for him because what that leads to is you overcompensating for his lack of effort. And when you do that, you enter into your masculine energy. And you know what's really unattractive to men as a matchmaker who works with lots of them? Masculine women. It's fine to express interest it's fine to drop the handkerchief and show him that you're into him but once you've done that your work is kind of done in terms of pursuing and chasing like he needs to come to the table and show you that he respects you and he wants you and if he's not doing that resist the urge 
Come back to this video. Let it serve as your reminder that you are a feminine energy woman who deserves to be pursued by a man. And this man is not the exception, sweetheart. He is the rule. Oh, man. How's your matchmaking service going? I'm pretty sure I can tell you how it's going out here. You came up with that yourself. You came up with that by yourself. Um, men are gonna men are gonna chase you and all of this stuff. And if you don't, you're gonna go into your masculine. Yeah, that's that's a disc that that that's bad advice. This is bad advice. Now, maybe if he's young and he's inexperienced. Sure, you can try to lead him around by trying to play coy and not texting and all of these things and to get him to respond. But what you're going to get is him not responding for a series of days. What sounds like is some Chad didn't text you, all right? So I'm not just going to make a judgment about her. She's a matchmaker. But you're dealing with women that aren't getting really highly pursued by men because men have other interests other than the relationship. Women have other interests other than the relationship, but they almost inevitably lead back to the relationship, right? So a man will have an interest, but it has nothing to do with her. Her interests seem to always reveal, revolve back around to a guy that she wants to be in a relationship with, right? I'm going to get Manny Petties to make myself feel good and self-care, and guys will like it. I love to travel, and a guy will take me, all right? Or I'll go with the guy. They're not going to inevitably just love a thing and then it just is separate from the guy unless it's fornicating with another guy. They always have an interest. I have an interest in finding my spirituality and, and healing from my trauma and, and learning about myself and loving myself so that it'll help me fall in love with. <laughs> right. So there's that's their entire life kind of revolves. It always comes back to the guy. Guys have other interests, and it almost inevitably never comes back to the woman. So that when he does pursue another interest, she's like, "I wait. I thought you like. I thought you were interested in me. Aren't you going to pour into me like you pour in the gnat?" Nope. Because a guy can love the Philadelphia Eagles and not love the woman that he's sleeping with, with the same type of love. In fact, he can express his love for a football team. He can express his love for a hobby, but he can't express love for a woman. He's like, I love shooting firearms in the desert. Don't you love me too, honey? Uh, I love you. He's not that excited about it. His excitement comes from outside. Her excitement comes from and through him. So here it is right here. Somebody didn't text back, and they believe that men are going to drop everything that they do and their interests to chase which I think is the opposite. If you are a man of value, as they call a high value man, I call it a, a man with leveraging options. You will find that women that, that expect that from you, they're not going to get it back. Unless he's older, significantly older, and he has nothing else to do. At all. So, yeah, guys aren't going to do that. And then she talked about dropping the handkerchief. Um, that was uh, something that Kevin Samuels did talk about communicating, and it was common knowledge. But, um, you know, this is a way that people used to pursue. You will find that even in marriages, this, I can tell she's never been married. She's never been married. I'm just going to assume that. Because when a guy marries, he stops pursuing his wife to pursue the things that he needs to make the house survive. And he has this other interest that he has to fit in 
with the wife. A guy doesn't forever pursue. I don't know where you guys, what world you live in, but that has never been our case. It's our case today because we have a stable society. You guys are fucking bored with your lives. We have security. We don't have a food insecurity, right? We can go to the grocery storage and pick up food. We don't have to hunt and all of this bullshit. So now you think this available time should be poured into relationships and women, and I think not. Okay, we don't have to survive. We don't have to have bombs rained on our head. We don't have to worry about somebody breaking into our house before we had to do that. We didn't have to have worry about the country being taken over and Nazis marching in. Yeah, I mean, we don't have these issues here in America. So now this available time, women think our men are supposed to be chasing and pouring into women. It ain't going to happen. I don't have, uh, when you're at a certain level, you don't have to pursue. I believe once the man stakes his claim, she carries the rest of the way. Okay? She carries the way. That means, oh, by the way, I meant to talk about this. Do you guys know? Do you guys know that many men in the past that got married, the woman was the, the pursuer. The woman stuck her claim on that guy. And this is definitely in... You could say probably prior to 1950s for black women, certainly in the suburbs, certainly in the suburbs, most women had to go get that guy. And she had to make that guy what she wanted him to be. Because the guy was probably sitting with some goddamn milk crates and a black and white TV watching Three's Company and didn't give a fuck. He probably wanted some Punani, but what she did was like, oh, look, there's a guy right there, and she went over to that guy. Are you interested in me? Handkerchief, he probably didn't get no clues. All right, he probably suffering from Agent Orange <laughs> from Vietnam. He probably just want to sit there and have a beer. He just sitting there with his hands in his pants, and then the woman said, there's the one. All right, probably with somebody that she worked relatively close to or with. Then she looked at that guy and said, you know what? If I clean you up, if I clean you up, I can make you into the man I want. AKA, I'm going to get you a sweater vest, a polo shirt, some dockers, some penny loafers. I'm going to stop making you smoke. I'm going to tell you to go get a haircut. I'm going to throw you in the shower. I'm going to clean. I'm going to dust this ninja off. <laughs> right? I'm going to get rid of these milk crates. I'm going to decorate the home. And the ninja just sat there. Do what you want. Put the wallpaper up. I don't give a fuck. As long as you lay down for me when I need you. <laughs> and she got rid of the milk crates. She put some furniture in. She dragged them. Hey, go. let's go, let's go look at furniture. All <laughs> right? And then he was, he was like, what do you, you like this furniture? Whatever. Put the furniture in there and he just sitting there with his hands in his pants. All right, you going to bend over for me anytime soon? That's how relationships got going. Then she drug him around. Let's go look at open houses. How do you like this house? Look at this kitchen. What do you think, honey? Yep, go ahead. <laughs> Where's the check? Here you go. Yep, yep, yep. As long as I have this garage over here, my little room for my music and instruments, 
men were completely down, spaced out, not even engaged. That's the majority of relationships. In these traditional relationships, ninjas wasn't running around, all right, I'm going to entertain and bring her a rose and shit like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how, and I'm, I'm exaggerating, but that's how most relationships kicked off. Especially when you talk about suburban, country, country, country rednecks. You think they're pursuing women? Nah, the woman said, okay, you big old dude, lumberjack, you. All right, here you go, available sex. All right, he thought, went to sleep. <laughs> he just wanted a place warm and wet, a little place to get his little rocks off. She built the whole house and relationship around him. Dudes weren't just running around like Romeo and, and, and uh, Casanova. Oh, my fair lady, my fair lady. There's an archetype for that, the gentleman archetype, but those gentlemen typically were philanderers and womanizers and shit like that. Where he was always looking for the knock the handkerchief off the, off the table. <laughs> right? Redneck dudes weren't pursuing women. It was just a woman that was around just enough. I guess I married a woman. <laughs> All right, you've been around. You've been giving me puss for, you know, like five years. I knew you since high school. You know, I guess I'll marry the broad. <laughs> right? So think about it, man. This whole romance in your mind, ladies and men, it don't. It didn't really happen that way. Look at your ladies, by the way, look at your dad. Before you come out here and tell men what men and real men are supposed to do, look at your father first and then come back and report to me. First of all, y'all don't even know a father. How the hell are you going to tell us what a real man should do? This is nonsense. So that's a, that's a strike already. You definitely don't even know what a real man is. You ain't never had one in your life that you had to answer to. That's number one. But look at your daddy. He looked like George Jefferson. Not an ounce of muscle on his body. He got a pot belly. He got the clown hairdo with the no, no hair up on the top, clown at the bottom. He ain't, so, he ain't suave. He got no swag. This is highly likely. He ain't got no mouthpiece. He was picked. He don't know how to romance. He don't know how to make a mixtape. He don't know how to take a woman out on a date, pull out a chair, open the door. More than likely, look at your father. And then come back and talk to me about what men supposed to do. Because your, your mama picked your daddy. Your daddy was in the, in the, in the band <laughs> playing always and forever at the school dance. And he was on the drums. <laughs> All right. Completely spaced out, doing smoking weed, kicking back. And then your mama was like, and that's you in high school. And here you sit today telling us what real man's supposed to do. Look at your daddy. Your daddy ain't got no dress skills. Your dad just go to work, come home. Your dad don't ever argue with the woman. I won't argue with the woman. <laughs> Telling me these what men are supposed to do. Shit. Yo, dad had a jerry curl back in the day. And it wasn't to impress the women. All right. 
Your dad just wanted to kiss your mama and she kissed him. And here you are. <laughs> and if you are Latina, look at your daddy. If you are Latina and you in here telling what men are supposed to do because you've been Americanized, go look at your poppy. Look at your poppy. Your poppy dressed up like a full ranchero. And he be out there belching and burping, drinking cervezas all day. Not one ounce of romance. And every now and then, he'll take that wet mustache and plant a fat one, fat kiss on your mama. <laughs> Poppy come in working two and three jobs. Sit up there, put his boots on the damn ottoman and kick back. Now, one ounce of romance. <laughs> if you are Asian, if you are Asian woman, you're one of our linglings. Look at your daddy. He got a pot. He got a he got a pen ink pen protector in his shirt. He come back from his accounting job and he go right in the door and he go right to his room and he go just close close the door. <laughs> right. They don't even talk to each other the whole night. They just walk past each other like ships sailing in the night. Every now and then, your mama screaming at your daddy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bruh. Anyway, where ain't no romance. Ain't no chasing no woman. She chased him. She just tracked him down. Was like, All right, come here. You're mine. Put babies in me. <laughs> all right anyway i know i'm being facetious here uh let me see here or should we wrap it up it's the end of the show i got more videos but let me see which ones i should show all right i'm talking too much let me see if i should show i got a bunch of more cups i'll save them for the night i'll save them for the night we got a couple more videos that we want to show but i'll save them for the night anyway that's gonna be it let me catch up with these, with these super chats yo poppy was a paycheck just drop the paycheck off to the mom Anyway, uh, where were we at? Yo, yeah, your mama sitting up there like what? What kind of fuck you give me? Yeah, mad. All right, what do we got? E dot X says dudes want a relationship so bad, shaking my head, it's not worth it. Yeah, they just need experience. They just need experience. Luis Gonzalez says the Morpheus of the mating matrix. We got it down pat. I haven't told one lie. Bronx King said, no, she needs to pursue me like she pursues all them strangers around the world via social media. And that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. And uh, ladies, the ladies in here, if you want romance, ask your mom how your dad proposed to your mama. Ask your dad how she got your mama to sleep with him. To sleep with her. Pause. It ain't, I bet you it wasn't romantic. Uh, shout out to Jacob says, coach in the coach gang, do you think we're in an economic collapse or it hasn't happened yet? If not, how bad will it be? I think we're not going to recover from whatever economics happened for the next 10 years. And even after that, I always say this, even after that, um, most people will still be in a, they're going to be in their new position, which means they're going to be fucked either way, right? Uh, they're going to be forever in debt. They're going to be behind in terms of technology, AI. 
right? They're not going to be able to be employable. You guys got to make moves now. They've been done told you, build back better. They already warned you, build back better. They're already telling you 40% of jobs are not going to be in existence. Um, people think this is not true. I've lived enough to realize and see jobs be replaced, but new jobs are created. Right? I lived in a time you couldn't self-check out at the grocery store. Um, but now that you can, you don't need to stand in line and you don't need more old women scanning groceries. So as a result, that job's been replaced. I grew up in a time, or I was young at a time, where people used to come out and pump your gas. And they would come out and check your oil. There were dudes standing around at the uh, gas station that had a little mechanic, and they drive up. You hit the little, you hit this little wire, and the bell would ring, ring, ring. And then you stop, and then a dude will come over, pump your gas, check your oil, and all. that shit gone. Gone. We always have errors where we replace ourselves um, and jobs are replaced by technology. And there's so many examples of this. Yep, they check the tire pressure to make sure you got back on the road safely and you put the right gas in the vehicle and you had oil in your car, <laughs> right? So uh, those, those, those days are gone when we're going into a new era where people are going to fall way behind. So yes, by the time we have an economic recovery, I don't know when it's going to be, some people are still going to be far behind. Yep, they hit you with that squeegee. They get your wash. They wash your window. Who remembers that? New Jersey and Oregon still has that. New Jersey and Oregon still has that. I believe or, uh, Oregon or Portland has it as well, where they got to pump the gas for you. New Jersey, they got to pump the gas. But you guys got to get into the point where you never get comfortable. Don't get, no, don't get comfortable. You got to always try to progress with the times because you'll find yourself replaced. And then you won't be able to adjust. <laughs> they hit you with that squeegee. All right, now you got to do it yourself. Now you got to do it all yourself. Um, it's a different time, a different world, but I've lived long enough to realize that you could get got just like that. Um, somewhere else they have gas station attendants um, or something like that. But yeah, uh, women are pursuing... Oh, by the way, if you think... Women aren't pursuing men and men are, aren't pursuing women. Just look at social media. Social media tells you that women pursue and choose the men they want. It's a, I don't know why people think that men pursue women. Like men are supposed to pursue and we supposed to go get what we want. That sounds good in theory. And it sounds good for men that don't have shit. And I'm not trying to belittle you. But that's inevitably not true. Now, if you're just trying to fornicate, yeah. But, but women choose, women pursue the men they want. And they settle for the men they can get. So if you're available to her, she'll settle for you. That doesn't mean she's going to stop hoping to get what she wants. We already know this. She's going to go get what she wants and she's going to make herself readily available for the man she wants. They are the chasers. They chase in every single form or fashion. Even their actions indicate they chase. For instance, if women didn't chase men, they essentially, or position themselves for men, they essentially would not even try to get dressed. But here they come. They got to put their makeup on. And the more makeup and hair that they put on, the more they raise the expectations for the men they are pursuing. So, they put on so much makeup and hair and heels and dresses 
They're not going to be down here too much. When they're younger, they might. But as soon as they start doing that, then they're chasing guys up here. Women ask, women ask, where do we meet high-value men? Not many men say, where do I meet good quality women? <laughs> right? Women position themselves. they like, I'm going to go to hotel bars. I'm going to go to lounges. I'm going to stay away from pookies. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to find me a stepdaddy. I'm going to go to golf clubs. I'm going to join a networking group. Women are the ones doing this. And then, like Kevin Samuel said, and like common knowledge, they knock the handkerchief off the goddamn ground for the guy they want. <laughs> it's the women making all this effort. It's not the men. Men, we do the most lackluster effort, lackluster effort to get a woman. You guys get a comb, spit on it, comb your hair back, halfway get dressed, don't even take a shower. Spritz over here. You got taco meat all on your chest. You do a couple of push-ups. And then you be out here shooting in the dark. <laughs> right? You out here trying to convince men to shoot out here, aim high, and miss. Go out here and miss 98% of the time. That indicates not chasing. That indicates you out here shooting in the dark. Women seem to be more intentional for the men they want in the period of the time they want it. And they make themselves available rare, and lie on their back when they find them. And they can do that with ease. You over here shooting in the dark, missing, and getting rejected 98% of the time. Tell me who, with a ronkled up shirt, no effort at all. They ain't even brush your teeth. And then you running around here talking about real men chasing. Pers- oh, fuck. <laughs> like, what world did you live in? Women move Women choose universities and jobs to target the highest ranking men in that job and at, at that school. And then they put themselves right in position. And here you are shooting in the damn dark, getting rejected 98%. <laughs> so you can get an easy piece of pussy. <laughs> All right. Someone said, I'm happy that African men are different from what he's saying. African men have full on poly and poly polygyny. African men mostly come from polygyny. And African men be out here simping in America. See, she want to simp. Women will go. Women will go to um, women will go to um, um, coffee houses and sit up there and read and wait for ninjas to come up, right? I'm going to sit here and act like I'm reading and not wanting to be bothered, all right? And then the guy bothers her. She's like, I don't like you. The right guy comes along. Oh, well, I set the trap. All right, uh, Adriana wants that African man. Let me give her some. Adriana, this the man you want right here? This the man you want? This is the this is the man uh, Adriana wants right here. She wants an African man, a stepdaddy vibes. That's what she wants. Bronx King says she got access to every dude in the world on her phone. <laughs> anyway, 
There's your man, Adriana. Good luck. Good luck finding him. All right, let me see. Did I get everybody? Yeah. Uh, he says uh, she got access to every dude in the world in her phone. For sure. And she keeps tabs on them. Where, where do men pursue? In fact, uh, people want to use the lion. Uh, the lion pursues women. No, they don't. <laughs> like, you got to be the lion. Okay, how do lions pursue women? Like, that's y'all come up with some odd shit. Uh, it seems to be that lions be out here trying to not get killed by another lion and hyenas, <laughs> right? And they try to chase antelopes and doing shit and growing fur and, and trying to get their roar, roar. Then they try to conquer the pride so that then the women be up there walking by him, slithering on him. And if he conquers, if he conquers the world, he gets the women. And then the lionesses come up to the lion. That's the winner. The lion box up all the other lions. He get rid of all the stepkids, kill them. He chase, ant- well, the women chase the antelope. The women be like, what you want me to bring you? <laughs> lions don't be chasing. Now they might do to position themselves for the available women, but they're not chasing. And then what they'll do is they'll bring some meat over or what the women will do is go kill something and then they'll go to the king and say, you want to eat? And then the lion come over. Yep. Then he bring that piece of meat over to try to get the other female lions to come over and lay down. The lionesses position themselves for the winner, the king, the king of the jungle. The lions hunt, the lions protect. Lions don't chase lionesses anyway all right anyway they gotta fight ninja we gotta fight and survive i don't know where y'all come up with this shit lions chase other lions off yep anyway the lionesses come as a result of what's going on here but i hear all kind of weird shit and we gotta pursue you gotta shoot your shot you shoot your shot at life if you hit your target at life women gonna show up i'm gonna tell you again if you shoot your shot at life women gonna show up now, there's other things that go around because y'all niggas are going to say pookies. Well, if you're talking about low-quality black women choosing pookies and then choosing you stepdaddy-ass ninjas later, all right, well, those are hyenas. Those aren't lionesses. Shout out to Crimson Cure. Those are hyenas. Those aren't lionesses. Go subscribe to the Crimson Cure. She'll explain the difference between a lioness and a hyena. Stop chasing hyenas and stop targeting hyenas and maybe you would actually find some lionesses because lionesses are of the rare. Hyenas are out here in the wild open. All right, shout out to the coach gang. I think I got everybody, man. And we out of here. If I miss somebody, I'll hit it up this evening. Peace.